0: World Wide Web? Is there
1: a way to put this on just the American part?
2: Falling Program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-A dot com.
3: We
4: have a flat tire. How do I tie a bow tie again? What's the fastest way to Hartford Hospital? Tell my
5: wife I'm going to be 30 minutes late. Tell my husband I'm not surprised. Tell my wife if she has a problem with my work schedule... She's more than welcome to get a job of her own. Tell
2: my husband that I do just as much work as he does.
5: Tell my wife that if watching Ellen is a job, She should get a promotion.
2: Message from your husband. I appreciate you.
5: Bullshit. What did he actually say?
2: Please don't drag me into this. Siri, call my husband. Siri, ignore the call from my bitch wife. Tell my husband that he said he'd respect my choice to stay at home with our child. Tell my wife I would, but she can't even get around
5: to washing his overalls.
2: Did you want me to search for flower shops nearby? Tell my husband that at least when I sit on the washing machine, I come.
5: Send my wife this picture. And ask her if the washing machine is the only thing you've been sitting on lately. Oh, dear.
2: Ask my husband what he means by that. Tell my wife I think she knows. Hey, look, I googled anger management techniques. Tell my husband to think very carefully before he says whatever he's about to say.
5: Ask my wife if she's fucking Jim McPherson. Tell my husband how dare he. Tell my wife that's not an answer.
2: Is this my fault?
5: Tell my husband that I will not answer that. Ask my wife. If she's fucking Jim
2: McPherson Searching for a place to hide Tell my husband he wishes it was just Jim McPherson I don't want to Tell him Please don't make me Do
0: it Send my wife directions to hell
4: (laughs) Say goodbye to the most amazing iPhone
6: yet I'm tired of being thankful for scraps Still they wanted to love them anyway One day Somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say, enough.
2: You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans.
5: (laughs) He's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were gonna be secure and we were gonna be free.
4: Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time,
6: major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest.
4: Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us
6: from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you and do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for okay. anything. Try and work together. Are
4: you serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago.
7: All right episode 170 that's what we're on right Oh. is it
3: 170 171 yes 170 oh that's right because last week we did 169 yeah Yeah. (laughs) dude uh (sighs) so how's it going i'm all right that's that's a lie but whatever There are fewer drugs on your desk, so yeah,
7: because they're all in my bag from work. <laughs> I was gonna say they're all in my body.
3: <laughs> I took them all. <laughs> it's Damn. like it's, it's like the poker of healthcare. I'm all in. <laughs> they, Give me all the
7: drugs. They take so long to work.
3: <laughs> I know. Oh, it's fucking sucks.
7: Uh,
3: all right. I gotta say I like that iPhone thing. Give my wife directions
7: <laughs> to hell. I have to. I have to thank my sister-in-law for posting that this morning, so I could I could actually see it and yeah, use it for funny. the show. All right, let's get right into this. Yeah, stupid do fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much stupidity. Okay, I this one I've been like in. fucking. Giddy. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been and I talked with my wife about this in here, but I don't think they actually have a hundred thousand signatures. Okay, uh, soon to be former Target employee Anthony Hardwick. Yeah, seriously. Recently launched a Black Friday protest using Change.org. <laughs> wearing a button at work that says "Ask me about my resume." <laughs> As of Wednesday afternoon, Hardwick's Target Petition has obtained more than 100,000 signatures.
3: Actually, I read today it was like 30,000. What a name. So. And then like, yeah. like to work at Target, Hardwick to Target. <laughs> the
7: popularity of Hardwick's Target Petition <laughs> may be a sign that some people are fed up with the midnight openings that many stores participated in on Black Friday. Now, I first got an email about this from change.org, and normally I like the stuff that I get from them. Yeah. But this one... This is bullshit. This one totally rubbed me the wrong way. Let me me read the rest here, and then we can pontificate. (laughs) According to a post from change.org's director of organizing, Toys R Us announced on Monday that it will open its doors at 9 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Jess Kooch. K-U-T-C-H. Kutch? Kutch? There's no way to win that name. No. Noted that Toys R Us' updated hours are likely to force other stores to announce earlier hours. Hardwick's Target petition was designed for the purpose of pushing employers to open later on Black Friday. Now, the whole thing is uh, Target was going to open at midnight, um, I guess we should say. Um, And then we have some quotes here. Midnight opening robs the hourly and in-store salary worker's The salary workers would be the management. He means hourly workers, right? right? Uh, Of time off with their families on Thanksgiving Day, the text of the Target petition reads, by opening the doors at midnight, Target is requiring team members to be in the store by 11 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, the petition adds, a full holiday with family is not just for the elite of this nation. All Americans should be able to break bread with loved ones and get a good night's rest on Thanksgiving. I'm really doing my best not to add anything to this right while hardwick's target petition is receiving a lot of attention online it's unclear whether the target petition will garner the attention of retail executives he better and, hope not or fall on deaf ears no he'll be fired oh. Though, within six months it'll be his performance yeah exactly yeah black friday is the most important retail day of the year for major retailers stores hope that deals on clothing electronics and we, we know what fucking black friday right is. um Let's see, Hardwick spoke to ABC World News about Target's Black Friday hours and the impact they will have on his family. I'm going to have to get some sleep, and I'll probably go to bed at 2 and miss my family's Thanksgiving dinner completely, Hardwick said. Hardwick will arrive at Target at 11 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day to prepare for Black Friday shoppers. Normally on Thanksgiving, we get together with my aunts, uncles, and grandparents, mom and dad's sisters, for a nice big Thanksgiving dinner, Hardwick added. Hardwick posited that... He'll, quote, miss out on everything because of Target's Black Friday hours. Okay, Mr. Hardwick? Let's let's get first
3: responses. Go fuck yourself, you yeah. fucking
7: yeah. crybaby. Because you know what all you fucking assholes do after you eat your big Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> you go to the fucking
3: movies. Okay, yeah, but here, here's the thing. It's like... That's the I, nature of the fucking biz, man. You know what you got to do, Hardwick. Okay, you know what? I worked in movie theaters. Okay, you F- don't get a fucking day off. You you, you don't. You, you don't. But, but you know what you do? Hmm. Okay. I managed at when I when when we worked in the same theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't work Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or the day after Christmas. Okay. okay? And the reason I was allowed that mm. is because I was open to work. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like 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 evening, whatever, yeah. um, and I would always always say, you know what? I'll take any shift, anything. Mm-hmm. I'll do open to close on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Yeah, I would because okay? that was my thing. I could open on um, Christmas Eve is my anniversary. Yeah, I don't leave my house on right, Christmas right, Day. Right, and the twenty sixth was like you know my you know anniversary of. Like when we actually were able to celebrate our anniversary, Mm. and we would always come to the fucking movies anyway. Right, but it was. But it's um, one of those things where it's just like, if you, I mean, if if Karen didn't like me, mm -hmm. okay, then she would have been like, no, fuck you, you're gonna work when I tell you to work. Mm -hmm. You know, if Mister Hardwick gets himself into a position where he can try to, you know, negotiate some of this shit, Mm -hmm. or don't fucking work there. Be happy you have a job, motherfucker. That's that's part of
7: it. Is you have a job in this economy. Um, suck it up. It's one fucking day.
3: Exactly. And yeah, I'm
7: th- it's Thanksgiving, but you know what? Target's closed on Christmas. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. I would work um, Thanksgiving Day because we always ate at like five. Yeah. And then I would try to get when, when uh, before the girls were born, we would I would work Christmas Day, not Christmas, yeah. you know, day. Nighttime—that's always so difficult to right. fucking say. Um, and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day—I didn't give a shit about.
3: Yeah, me neither. Julie doesn't care about
7: New Year's. Christmas Eve—it Eve, so was always—and eh, yeah, actually,
3: always New Year's Eve ended up being kind of fun because after about eight or eight or nine o'clock, yeah, it was dead anyways. Yeah, and I'll tell you though—before I worked in a, in a movie theater
7: again. You know, there was a, a a few years there. Yeah. After dinner, you get together with your friends and you go to the movies. See, you know what? I never did. So I was just. But, but a lot of people. Do yeah, oh, that. I know a lot of people. In fact, do you see petitions from AMC saying, "Oh, we should be closed on Thanksgiving"? No, that's when the fucking business. That's when the is. business is. If every your
3: chain decides to open, tough. Every every business has its busy time yeah you know if you're in retail that's your busy time and it's the fucking beginning of it and be happy that that's big because you know what that means target won't have to lay you off in a few months you better fucking hope those stores are packed now you know, you
7: know there was a sign-up sheet. You know there was uh, a seniority position thing. Of course, pro- most likely going this- around saying these people have been here the longest. They get to yeah, pick the shifts first. Or that stuff kind of like thing. That. How long has he been employed there? Did he who miss out like on him, the sign-up frankly. sheet? Um, who, yeah. Who is he mad at? Who's, Who's mad, mad at, at him? him? it could be nobody it could be
3: he just got the shit into the the deal yeah but you know what maybe this is his first year there you know what
7: the day my kids were born i went back into work and programmed the fucking computer so that we could show horton here's a who fat line of good that did you okay well no but i did it yeah because it had to get done right this shit has to get done we're gonna catch a lot of crap from listeners about this, but, but we shouldn't. I don't. It's, it's every, I, bus- every it's business,
3: every business
7: job. Okay, if this was if this was six years ago, if this was the mid nineties, you know, and jobs were plentiful, oh, it would you know, be but,
3: go somewhere else. But yeah, you can go somewhere else. But the but it's like every every business has its busy time. Yeah. you know, tax people, you know, accountants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Fine, you you, you round tax time. Yeah. they're. Fucking working, you know, balls to the wall, and yeah. they're super busy. Every yeah. business has its busy time. Yeah. So shut up. I'm 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 sorry. That's just. <laughs> I I just don't I just don't understand. Like oh man I. I work for Panera Bread, and I get a – go. Like you see, like Panera Bread is running commercials now about oh, yeah, okay. they're sort of highlighting some of their bakers. Okay, and uh, it's on some of the food networks and stuff. Oh, like all that. Right. they highlight some of their bakers, I skip and they're a lot like of commercials. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I um, you know, I go into work at like nine o'clock, and we have a great time, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, and yeah, because that's your fucking job. That's your business. That's what you fucking do. Yeah. So Mr. Harwick Hardwick, Hardwick, whatever. Shut the fuck up. up. Yeah. Grow up.
7: You have a job. You should be thankful. You whiny little bitch. And you don't have to go to bed at two. You know what you do? You suffer through the shift.
3: Oh, yeah. Don't give me this You bullshit. hang out with your family. You take a three-hour nap and you go to work. You just sort of... You got to sort of like... You got to sort of get into the into the spirit of it, and just how, sort of like, how you gotta how old pull do you an think he is? I don't know, but I'd be really interested to say because you know what he was talking about aunts and uncles, grandparents, parents, and stuff like that. Yeah. He didn't say anything about my wife, wife my kids, children. stuff like that. I'm yeah. telling you, he's probably this fucking kid. Why don't doesn't... you
7: you see what you can find on your magic tablet, and I'll uh... <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
7: yeah, and I'll and I'll I'll see what see what we can do here. All right, where is this piece of shit? You know, I mean, he's some of the some of the, the quotes on this are as long as those million petitioners also stay home until the sun comes up on Black Friday, the message will be heard. Uh, no, it won't be. They don't care because let me tell you, one hourly or even salaried employee in the cog uh, of of Target's machine means nothing. Right. Oh, somebody's not happy. Somebody's rocking the boat. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah.
3: Somebody else will take
7: us. I don't, I don't care how you do it. Get him out of here. So, yeah, that's what I think. I don't know if that's going to surprise people or not, but I am not sympathetic about that after working in movie theaters for 18 fucking years. I've missed. I've missed parties, <laughs> birthdays, anniversaries, um, vacations, trips, funerals weddings i've missed all kinds of stuff because i have to work but that's the fucking business yeah there was in 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 the whole time i ran the booth i took a i took one thursday off to go see a, a concert to go see a band that was playing on a thursday of all of all days one thursday because guess what day is the busy day right thursday I don't, I just, I don't, I don't understand what, I don't know. Why would you complain about having to work? Does that make any sense at all? No, and, not at all. And it's taking like, it
3: national. Tell Target to save Thanksgiving. It's got 131 Thousand five hundred sixty-four supporters sign this petition. Fuck you, I'm not signing the petition. No, I refuse Anthony to. Harwick. Uh, let's see. Alright, there's a picture of him here.
7: Yeah? Let me see.
3: Please. He's a kid. He's probably in his seven. 20s. Yeah
7: dude needs to stop crying get a tissue and shut the fuck up yeah god welcome to the real world where shit doesn't go your
3: way get over it anthony christ that's sick. what people are saying i'm so tired of turning on the monday after having to hear about how much money the big retailers did or didn't make god uh. yeah i read that one i'm just like oh uh. Yeah. (laughs) If the big fucking retailers don't make any fucking money, guys, they... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Relax. It matters to the economy, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. (sighs) Yep. Then I'm going to get shit about being, you know, (laughs) all pro big business and all that. I'm not (laughs) pro big business. I'm anti being a bitch okay stop fucking whining yeah i you know there's six
7: people for every one job available according to the numbers yeah um go good luck go ahead be number six because your employers will know your name yeah they will google you and they will see you're a fucking troublemaker Huh. and you won't get
3: hired anthony won't have a job you're right Th- six months you think he will make it through six
7: yeah because then they can't he can't sue they can they can create a paper trail yeah, in true. six months and make it legitimate or yeah. they could just say well you know what we decided you're seasonal yeah <laughs> you don't know what thing to pick up now because it, it made a noise you don't know what to do
3: well it's interesting did scrabble make a noise on this one too
7: I don't know. You're not really talking it the a microphone, though.
3: I'm sorry about that.
7: So let's move on to the next story.
3: What was this? Oh, yeah. Right. What is the deal with Tumblr? I don't know anything about this. Oh, this. Although it's I not, did hear the protect I, something about the protect idea. Yeah, yeah to some I, I'm
7: gonna read. Like I'm that. gonna read some stuff that might be boring to some people, but to people like us, we use music, we use like clips from movies and TV shows yeah. and stuff like that, and, and outside the cinema where we actually talk about, you know, intellectual property and shit. Yeah, this this could be a big deal, especially if you steel movies which i've heard the kids do nowadays
3: yeah they're like that
7: uh it says to the left is a screen cap of tumblr from earlier today and you're probably curious about what it's about and it's just it it basically looks like redacted facebook updates um well we're here to tell you and you're not gonna like it um then they make a joke and not like Kristen stewart might be in akira not like it like The United States government is taking cues from Iran and China and wants to put people in prison for five years for linking to a copyrighted site, not like it. That's not exaggeration either, by the way. Uh, In the name of protecting, quote, prosperity, creativity, entrepreneurship, and innovation. There's a bill currently being debated in Congress, the Protect IP Act and its house version, the Stop Internet Piracy Act, or SOPA, Concerning censorship of the internet that intends to leave legal windows open to prosecute regular users like you, me, and your Aunt Ethel, who just wanted to show you what her cat was doing on YouTube and happened to be playing the soundtrack to Phantom of the Opera in the background. This is a matter of taking freedom of expression out of the hands of the people and giving it to corporations who can then turn to all their consumers and say, We have PR firms and advertising agencies to tell people about our TV show slash album slash movie. Stop linking to it, or we'll ha- or or we'll have you pay for it. And that's not like cash-wise. That's and the worst part is that anyone who tries to read the thing in order to better understand it will find themselves even more confused and possibly in serious trouble. Let me scroll down a little bit here. The bill actually caught me off guard. Now, who who wrote this? Jamie Fravel, um, and this is on the website The Mary Sue. I'd never been on the site till today. Uh, the bill actually caught me off guard when I first read about it, thinking they can't do that. Surely someone is blowing this out of proportion. And then I read more, and then I started reading the actual House resolution. The Senate bill is oddly all crossed out as if it was censoring itself because maybe there is a Protect IP movie in the works by a major studio. <laughs> if someone understands why all the strike through, I will amend this post with the explanation. It doesn't look like it was amended. Um, Like most congressional bills, this is a hard one to get through, intentionally difficult to understand by laypersons, and one of those things that rank and file congressional representatives might just pass off as something like outlawing Napster and put their signature on, not realizing that this bill really amounts to restrictions on freedom of speech for regular people, like their own constituents, for example, and also them. And it's not unlike the efforts to control what people can see on the internet that are going on in countries like China and Iran. The intentions are not bad. The bill is meant to protect the properties of producers of entertainment, music, television, movies, etc. However, to say it plans to overreach would be putting it politely. What it seeks to do, however, is to give corporations the power to take down sites the corporations think infringe on their copyrighted properties. Yes, just sites. Sites with domain names they don't like, sites with content they don't like, and people who distribute or link to sites or content they don't like. That includes the simple act of sharing something on Twitter, Facebook, or Tumblr. For example, if the BBC wanted to, they could go after the person who made this. And there's a gif of um, Doctor Who wearing 3D glasses that's actually kind of making me dizzy now. So I'm going to scroll past it.
3: But here's the thing. Mm. Like, I'm a corporation or I have a film or I have a TV show or something like that. Right. And someone on Facebook says hey you should check this out this is cool right. why the fuck why in the world i i think honestly it's because they're afraid of
7: um a bad post or something like that do you remember the story uh, years a few years ago there it was either the first or second fantastic four movie and some projectionist in florida put the print together when he got it this was before shit was locked with yeah. combination locks and um, he also worked for, I want to say Ain't It Cool News, I'm probably yeah. wrong, and he wrote a review, and it was an honest review, because he said it was a piece of shit, and it was. Yeah. And Fox lost its shit on him. Got him fired. Okay. That's,
3: I think, what they're but afraid of. But the thing of. is, though, but that's reasonable. Yeah, well. but 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 here's the thing. Something like that, all right? Hmm. Producers make their films ready for – make make them available for reviewers. Right. Okay? So that's them saying, hey – Take a look at this and tell us what you think. True. Okay. A lot of the a lot of the screening invitations I get now say you have
7: to hold all reviews until exactly. the day the film and, opens, which means no one's confident in their product anymore.
3: But. Well, no, I don't think I, I don't think. But I mean, come on, you, you open the paper on Friday. It has res, it, it has reviews for it does, stuff. but nobody wants advanced reviews just in case. Yeah, but you don't. People you jump not But the thing it. is, you don't see advanced reviews of anything unless something is there's open. Some like this. There's, there's, if something opens in like you know a hundred theaters and then. And it goes yeah. wide and You know a what? Couple, I'll, like a month I'll, later. I'll but. keep
7: an eye out and, and I'll see in the future what says hold reviews and what doesn't. And so, it'll be interesting to see what kind of titles we have there. But
3: I just I just think that, you know what? Um I think it's right to do what it did to that projectionist, because that what that projectionist did was wrong. Okay? I don't know, was it? It is, because he Fucked with their property before he was supposed to. He no, he put it
7: together like ex- he was supposed right, to. but and he wasn't
3: screened it. But he wasn't. He test screened it. Yeah. Okay. When did it? How? How? If he test screened it, it was what? Maybe. Two days before? Maybe, yeah. Okay. It depends. Maybe two days before? Some theaters get stuff
7: earlier, from what I understand, or they used to, at least.
3: Right. But, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, when was the last time you saw a movie that's set to open on a Friday, especially Mm. something big, like a comic book movie? Yeah. When was the last time you saw a print show up? tuesday once in a while we would get stuff. you know if it's supposed to open on a friday
7: once in a while we would get stuff on wednesdays
3: yeah, yeah. wednesdays i wednesdays i could see if but if tuesday, there was like if, anything if, much sooner than if, if wednesday was a holiday that. we get a tuesday but this review
7: it, it's on it was on a major site so
3: yeah so i think that that's basically though it was i, I think it was an unauthorized you know it was he, but he's he, not paid for it so it's still just an editorial <laughs> Still, I mean, it's it's a little bit different whether he's paid for it or not. Okay, it's out there in a very public form where yeah. people are going to read it. It's not just him. Hey, yeah, I screened Fantastic Four last night mm. and it sucked. And he's just you know telling. Right, but his he buddies. was under
7: he was under no obligation to anyone to not do that or to review. But it. here's the thing:
3: if he's if he's on a site like Ain't It Cool News mm. or something like that, now was it like just a like a like a like a comments like a message or was probably it like a post. quote unquote featured review Not, no idea. Okay. honestly so, i've heard about it after that's so. when you got that's when you get into all the questions about our blogs journalism blah 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 hmm. so did he write this review as you know someone making comments on an imdb page or on a facebook thing like, you know like but i like, said,
7: like i don't I don't see why he can't do that i mean he
3: saw it he wasn't paid for it he wasn't paid to write it. I, I don't think it's about being paid. Why not? Okay. I also think that it, ain't it cool news? Well, I think if they paid him to do it, then that would be,
7: that would be a whole different story because then he was paid, he would be paid to do something
3: that jeopardized his job. But also, ain't it cool news? Shouldn't, and that, if that's the website in question. Okay, um, we're, we're just, just yeah. Just, okay. Okay they should have checked who's who's writing this review and why do they have access to this movie well you know we because could, we could have done that his pur- his purpose for seeing the movie hmm. wasn't to review it but uh,
7: i may be wrong cuz this has been a while and uh he it, well, I, I think he had done it before, but this was the first negative one that somebody jumped but you, on. But
3: you know what, though? Even re- regardless, this whole thing, like, I can't understand. I mean, if someone's, you know, p- playing a song in the background or something, is, yeah. is, is is you know, Sony Music really going to go after someone
0: for if
7: that? People have done things. People have, people have gone after people for stupider reasons.
3: But you know what, though? How many times have... You heard a song in the background of something or mm. or heard a song and gone, hey, you know what? I have an A. I haven't heard that song in a while. I don't have that song. I'm going to get that song. Mm. Or gone, hey, I like that
7: song. Well, I was watching um Walking Dead and there was a song. I think it was Walking Dead or Once Upon a Time or something. And um, I heard a song and I and it sounded familiar. So I just pulled up Shazam on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, oh, it's Cat Stevens. Interesting. Okay." And that was
3: it. I mean, in terms of like if they want to go after the torrenting sites, you know what? That's understandable. That's totally understandable But and taking a tool song and
7: mixing anime to it, it's like you're promoting both. I mean, right. Come on.
3: And if like and you you throw it on YouTube or something like that, yeah. You're not necessarily hmm. you're not getting paid for it and you're probably crediting the song.
7: You, you should know? be.
3: That's why I credit the songs we use. Right, And I got to tell you, you know what? YouTube, um, when I posted one of the kids' movies, Zombies vs. Ninjas, mm. it's got one of the songs from Kill Bill okay. in there. Um, YouTube tagged, kind of tagged it, and it puts up oh, what the be song a, is. Is it an automatic thing? That yeah, it was does? an automatic thing. Nice. And they could have very easily said, we can't post that probably covers their butts exactly and i and i like that i like hey you know what they put that up there. great now i don't have to go back and change the music right right yeah so you know i think that you also need to look at intent of people of you know of people's usage but
7: they they're not going to pay people to to guess
3: what someone's intent was you know it's gonna. It would be a hell of a lot cheaper to pay someone to figure out their intent than it is to yeah. file a lawsuit. You don't need a lawyer to yeah. do that at two hundred dollars. So, so
7: what about like fan films? Like, what if somebody wants to sit down and make a a, a Voltron fan film? Which I watched one the other day. Yeah. Um, and all it does is make you want to watch the show,
3: right? So. All it does is get you but talking about Voltron. I don't think I've said the word Voltron in fifteen years. And you just said it twice. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm good for the next fifteen years. Exactly. Yeah. Voltron. Damn it.
7: But like, but the you know, like, like Lucasfilm is 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 pretty good if you don't try to profit off of characters that they've created or situations
3: or ships and music that kind of stuff. Right. You can make any fan film you want. Yeah, and and I think Lucas is a great example of hey, you know what? Mm. Here are people who who. Enjoy the characters. Yeah. Okay. It took a while to get to that point. Right. But, but the thing is, though, it. it I, I think that someone in the office said, "You know what? This is a better thing than mm. a word than a bad thing." Yeah. You know, because yeah. nobody's shitting on the characters. Right. All right. Nobody's per gonna se. put that much time. Well. Maybe inadvertently. Well, some of them, you know, there's parodies, some little parodies, yeah. and stuff, you know.
7: But I mean, they will actually run a fan film contest, exactly. And so. I think that that's a great,
3: like, Lucasfilm does a great job of of sort of embracing that,
7: right? But then, but then you have something like um, Batman Dead End. Do you remember that that short film? It was uh, Batman fighting the Joker, and then other shit happens. Vaguely, stuff owned by another movie studio pops up, Fox, right? Yeah. So. Um, at that point, are the property holders for is Warner Brothers going to say, "Oh no, you can't have this because you know you spent twenty five thousand dollars to make this film as a portfolio piece and it's kind of awesome"? But um, yeah, we don't want Batman associated with predators or aliens, so take that down.
3: Really, Realistic, realistically, realistically, I mean, they could, and I think nobody you know what though nobody would profit off of it. I think that's the. <laughs> But the the thing is, though, I think it's one of those things where if they want to maintain the integrity of their brand, Mm. okay, doing stuff like that, I think, is important and it is valid. And they have to weigh, you know what? Is it worth us for us to shut this thing down when this, you know, the the most use that ever comes out of this thing is some Mm. dude using it to try and get a job? Yeah. All right. It's not really hurting us. You know, if it leaves a bad taste on our mouth badly enough, yeah, we'll shut it down. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers has, you know,
7: they, they, can you see them going to court with that? And they would they would show the thing and they'd say, "Your Honor, Catwoman, case dismissed."
3: Right. And <laughs> plus, there's there's also there's also you know if it's if it's done in a in a satirical fashion, mm. you know, and and because there is you know you can do stuff for parody without yeah. getting sued. So yeah, I mean, it's there's a, there's all kind of ways around the usage. Right. So, um, but again, I mean, if they're talking about shit like, oh, you know, here's this thing from you from Facebook Mm. and, you know, it's
7: it's the overreach. It's how greedy would companies get? And I think I think companies like, you know, when MGM still had money, I don't think they would care that much because any any promotion is good promotion. I mean, even if even if Lionsgate puts out six more Saw movies, people are going to be talking about them. People are talking about, you know, Twilight you know so some it's like i don't give a shit what they say about it still you know it's going right. to remind people that it's there it would be a totally different world the internet would be barren sites would be shuttered and and shut
3: down but i just think though it's like i don't know having exposure and having your product you know talked about the question
7: is would studios then be able to influence reviews and perception of their products because right now it's free exchange of information of opinion right well mostly i mean there's there's some people out there from like you know the one radio station that shows up (laughs) on the shittiest movie and it's like it's the best thing and then it cuts away you know that i've ever seen and it's like peter freeble from k kwhack wtf in kansas <laughs> city you know but it's kansas city idaho <laughs> it's like
0: i don't know it
7: it it can be very scary because it could change it could change broadcasting it could change it could it could do away with what we do it could shut
3: podcasts down because it's opinion it's unregulated opinion but then again we're, we're free speech we're not using any of their material we're giving our opinion about well, that. we would have to
7: change the show. No music. The breaks couldn't contain any licensed music.
3: You can have original music. Using I mean, use, we've had no problem whatsoever getting original music. No, that's you know? true.
7: That's true. So, but I can't. I can't be like, dude. I need three new songs every week. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we couldn't use certain clips, like the Siri thing in the beginning. We would yeah. be able to use that. That that wouldn't even exist. Well, we Apple could went, shut I it mean, down. Well, not necessarily.
3: Apple. No, no. In, but here's the thing: in theory, if, Theor- ever, if theoretically Apple went, could shut it down, they
7: could, but they wouldn't. No, because people will buy the phone thinking that they could get Siri to do that.
3: Theoretically,
7: <laughs> but if say every company took it to the to the extreme,
3: I think that it know? would end up hurting them. Oh, absolutely.
7: I agree. So. I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it does worry me that, that a lot of the lawmakers would just be, you know, some lobbyist from the studio that wants to fight piracy with it. Would but be the like, thing is, oh, it's I just like but it's, the it's thing like is the legislation
3: for this There's Napster. a difference between like Pirate Bay and, you know, the shit that, that you can get there yeah. and, you know, grandma. Do you do you remember the, the Hitler videos? I think it was from Downfall that they used yeah. the, the clip of Oh Hitler. yeah, they used those all over the place. You
7: remember when when the studio tried to pull all of them,
3: yeah, it was like a fucking Hydra. For every right. one they took down, two more popped and up. And the thing is, then they realized, hey, people are now looking to see Downfall. Yeah, and I guess it increased like like Netflix hits or something like that, yeah. people looking to see it. It's like, come on, you're all idiots. Any, any press is good press. Anything that's going to get people talking about. Yeah. Your- How many
7: movies have you watched that have people said, oh, this is a terrible piece of shit. You got to see it. Yeah. Can you watch it.
3: Right. I'll, I'll Come on. I'll watch anything.
7: Everybody told me Cars 2 was not that good.
3: I liked it better than the first one. Was, I'm sorry. I liked it better than the first one. I liked it. It was pretty actiony. I I don't know. I saw the trailer for Brave. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. It could be good, but I... I, I, I you know what, though? It looks too... Lots of reality-based. Lots of Pixar movies sort of hit me, and I, you know, they will they, start and be like, mm,
7: "I was I expecting, don't know. I was expecting something a little more uh, fantasy than, than than what it was in God, the trailer." Look scared, looking forward to it. And while we're at it, I saw the the trailer for Mirror Mirror and um, the Huntsman. Yeah, two, two different movies. Yes. Oh my God, Mirror Mirror looks terrible. It's
3: definitely a family movie, really,
7: um, but it looks bad. The Huntsman, though, actually not not that
3: bad. Yeah, there's Red Riding yeah. Hood movies all over. The- oh no, there's Snow White. Those, yeah, those are the yeah. the two Snow White ones. So I don't know, I don't know. We'll see.
7: Was was there any? Oh, you know what? I
3: started watching here? recently again because I haven't in a very long time. Hmm. Um, the X Files. Oh, I never got into that. Let me let me
7: finish this last part yeah, here. Okay. That um, it says um, as for the whole prison thing, I'd like to tell you that it's just hyperbole, but yeah, insanely enough. It is not uh, from American censorship under SOPA. It becomes a felony with a potential five-year sentence to stream a copyrighted work that would cost more than $2,500 to license even if you are a totally non-commercial user, e.g. singing a pop song on Facebook. And I have to say the only time I've actually paid attention to or gave a shit about what Justin Bieber said was when they asked him about this, because that's how the fucker became famous. (laughs) For better or worse, you know, whatever your opinion of him is, he covered other people's songs on Facebook and was discovered. Right. Uh, uh, On YouTube, I mean.
3: So why... Maybe this is, maybe maybe the American government is really just trying to present (laughs) another Justin Bieber. Yeah. Which, you know what, if that's the intent... (laughs) I'm going to have a lot of trouble arguing with that.
7: Yeah, but it's just it's just wrong. All right, you want the third story? Sure. Despite the controversy, Ricky Gervais confirmed to host Golden Globes for a third time. That's
3: fucking awesome.
7: Oh, my God. What a bunch of idiotic fucking
3: hypocrites. We said this months ago that there was no way that they wouldn't. Yeah. Of course he's going to do it. You know, we said, okay, it'll be quiet down for a little while, Mm -hmm. and then it'll be back. It'll be back. Because people like them. The ratings were decent. The ratings are going to be huge this time, and they fucking know it. Yeah. So
7: part of me doesn't want to watch it. I just want to watch clips of it on YouTube later. (laughs) But I don't know. It says uh, on uh, Joe Blow, so much for being banned, huh? Despite reports that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was furious with Ricky Gervais, Following last year' last year's Golden Globes and his controversial performance, the uh, Hollywood Farm Press and NBC have officially brought back Gervais to host again this year. That's good. 2012 will be the third straight year Gervais has hosted the awards show. He was commented on his hiring on Twitter, saying, "Just told Billy Crystal he better not use any of my Holocaust or pedophile material at the Oscars." <laughs> Following last year's telecast, the president of the HFPA said that Gervais had, quote, crossed the line and that his jokes were totally unacceptable. But what they forgot to note was that the controversy brought some much-needed attention to the show that tends to live in the shadow, and I would say under a rock, of its more respected older brother, Oscar. Some celebrities, like head-up-his-ass Judd Apatow and Robert Downey Jr. weren't fans of Gervais's work the latter saying the jokes were sinister and hugely mean-spirited. But others, like Johnny Depp, took jo- took jokes at himself in stride and even appeared on Gervais' BBC series Life is Short to poke fun at the controversy. Frankly, everyone around these parts loved Gervais and his return is probably the only thing that would get me to watch the show. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, me too. That's how I feel. That's pretty much the only thing. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, I I said that we should file this one under we are hypocritical assholes that are more concerned (laughs) with ratings than the integrity of our convictions.
3: But you know what, though? Their job should be ratings. That's their job, okay, is to worry about ratings for the show. So it's it's where their personal preferences really shouldn't matter. Exactly. All right? It's like, you know what? Big fucking deal. You make a business decision. Having him is good for business. Yeah, because having him... Once again, Frank sounds like a big business advocate.
7: Well, having him will get people like us to give a shit about the show. And I don't care one rat's ass about the fucking awards. I just want to see the in-between shit. (laughs) And honestly, Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars, people are like, oh, I can't believe it's so fucking great. I like him doing the Oscars. I
3: could could give a shit. I like him doing the Oscars. I,
7: I think the Oscars need somebody a little more edgy, not younger because that fucking
3: failed last time. No, you know what, though? I think I think Anne Hathaway could have pulled it off herself. Yes. I would like to see Steve Martin do it again, but yep. nobody else yep. does. Um, Why not? I don't understand that. I don't know. I thought he was great. Do people not have a fucking sense of humor? I know. Um, you know who I wouldn't mind see doing it? Mm. And this is like crazy town, because it would never, ever fucking happen. Yeah. Robin Williams. Didn't he? I don't know. He's never hosted it. I don't know. I don't. Are you pay kidding attention. me? The Oscars would be nine hours long. That is true. Okay, you'd get like seven hours in, and be like, "Okay, um, best sound design." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. go to our first commercial break. Yeah, that's true. There's not many
7: people that could actually maintain an, an audience like that. You have right. to. You have to have stage.
3: I mean, there are some pairs that I wouldn't mind see do it. Mm. Um, like Affleck and Damon for the whole time, yeah.
0: Hmm.
3: Because they've got they've got they've got chemistry. They've got a rapport. You yeah. know, they're friends. Yeah. You know, so I think that it would it would be kind of cool yeah, that it'd way, be like a Baldwin Martin, exactly. Thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. And okay. I mean, that could actually be a fun a fun thing. Kind of start going through Hollywood. Oh wait, I have to bitch about something with, oh. with regards to the Oscars. Okay. Okay. Um, how many movies has Oprah Winfrey been in? What, three? Maybe. I don't know. That's the super, super duper. Why did you do that? You could have had that ready. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, just... I,
7: I wouldn't mind Um, for some, any award show, GSC and uh, Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert together. Okay. Oh, that would be great. I don't care what show it is. That would just be fun. But apparently they didn't like him when he did the Oscars. So I don't know. I don't know, but you watch the Oscars, and you can tell there are some hardened, cynical assholes in that audience. Oh, definitely.
3: Yeah, definitely. And it's
7: like, you look at them, and you're like, dude, you make funny movies. Why are you not laughing at this? Oh, because it's at your expense. That's, I get it. Okay. You can't laugh at yourself, because now you're one of those rich assholes you used to make fun of.
3: Okay. Tell me something. Yeah. Why the fuck did Oprah Winfrey get like a special honorary Oscar? For what? Who the fuck knows? No, I mean what was it what was the It was recently she got like a special honorary Oscar kind of thing. Like recently like outside of the ceremony? Recently, yeah, they do it, you know. Yeah, she's going to be like the recipient of some Does she produce? She's produced some things, okay? Um, she's produced. I mean, notably, she obviously her show. She was a producer for Precious. Yeah, but that's not that's not a movie. Her show, right? Okay. She should get she should get a lifetime achievement the great, Emmy. The Great Debaters. Um, I'm looking for movies. Yeah, because
7: they couldn't go with the original title for that, which was The Master Debaters. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: terrible. Tuesdays with Maury, David and Lisa, Beloved, The Wet. She was she produced some stuff. She acted in. Wow, she was in one episode of Sesame Street. She was a voice in the Princess of Oz. She was a voice. She's done a bunch of voice stuff. Yeah, everybody was in one episode of Sesame Street. Seriously, I just don't understand why the fuck she would get a goddamn honorary Oscar. I don't know. I hate her. Well,
7: it would be it would be helpful to know what it was.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna find out.
7: <laughs> all right, why don't we? Uh, why don't we do a break while you look that up? You want to do that? Sure. And uh, we'll come back and we'll start going through the emailed links I sent myself. So, all right, here we go.
5: Joker versus okay. Pencil. Family movie night. Bloody good horror.
2: Girls on film, lady. Night of the Living Podcast.
5: A male or a zombie. Outside the cinema. <laughs> Popcorn mafia.
1: Perhaps you'd be interested in Gleecast. First time caller podcast.
6: ShowShow.Podomatic.com. The David Packman Show. <gasps>
5: Gentle listeners, I'm Fozzie Bear. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and it's impossible to listen to them all. That's where the Podcast Podcast comes in. On the Podcast Podcast, we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes, covering everything from movies to television to literature to pop culture and politics. On the Podcast Podcast, you can listen to these guests and decide if you should check out their show or keep on moving. Find us in the iTunes Store by searching for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E.
2: Thanks, Scott. Oh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm
7: good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement? I mean the main
4: the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have
0: ever encountered in any film. Well you're in luck.
7: Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punta. One, is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and Art Cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen, in perplexed and horrified terror, as we tear apart one film a week. It just really, it's isn't. not visually striking. No, I no, just just getting confirmation. Just getting. That's the third time, though. I mean, am I? Must, this is on. You can find us at chinstroker versus So come and share the if victory. You
5: could... Any man in film, who would it be, and why? My answer
7: is Lance Henriksen.
5: Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like
6: somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret.
3: Hey, um, we wouldn't be able to play that if we we're under the uh, yeah that thing. So she got the Oscar for her humanitarian work. Yeah, you said so. I guess we we gotta probably back doing back one of those of spells where she let a donut live. Oh wait, is she is she thin, Oprah now? Or? I don't know. Uh, She's right. like fat Elvis, thin Elvis, <laughs> <laughs> whatever Elvis. <laughs> All right, let's see what
7: we got here from my links Damn, Um
3: I thought this one was kind
7: of funny here. Um, not Mitt Romney website is a misguided strategy. Oh, great. No, this is kind of funny because you, you got to see who. Uh, what is this bullshit? Get the fuck off my screen. Credit card ads.
3: Um, okay, see so, you now, this is one of the benefits of the larger screen.
7: Yeah, that's nice. Okay. In a sign of the increasing likelihood, I think that's spelled wrong. That the 2012 presidential election will pit Barack Obama against Mitt Romney. A group of 20 Republicans, a group of 20 Republicans, have launched an effort called called a gaggle called not Mitt Romney. (laughs) It it might be Um, to prevent the former Massachusetts governor from getting the GOP nomination. So, to reiterate. Republicans are stopping Romney from getting the nomination.
3: That's just so fucking hilarious to me.
7: Mitt Romney is an honorable person, but he is not a conservative. Three group representatives, Ali Akbar, John
3: Hawkins, (laughs) and Matt McAwiak. You know what? That Ali, Ali Ali Akbar Akbar. thing. Do you think he has a sense of humor about that shit? Call me Admiral yeah wouldn't it be awesome if he was an admiral (laughs) he probably went as far up in the navy as you can get before being an admiral and you know that during any type of review for promotions they're sitting in the office going oh we can't fucking do this we 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 cannot do this and then send him out on war games we can't can't do this no we can't do it he's been stalled by his own last name (laughs) it's it's not akbar it's it's, it's Bahar. Uh, uh, yes, there's a Wait a, a minute. That a, sounds too that sounds too Middle Eastern. Damn it. Crap. <laughs> it's all a trap. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, they must go up to him with like a rat trap. Hey, what is this? Oh. Oh, fuck you, man. I know where you are. You're a douche. <laughs> it's uh, a douche.
7: <laughs> let's see. Oh. <laughs> uh. And then wouldn't it be absolutely terrible if he had a mini-stroke and half of his mouth was... Oh, that
3: would be... awesome he sounded like wow. Sean Connery
7: the whole time. <laughs> We're way off topic here. <laughs> um, wrote, in a, uh, wrote in a column published in the Des Moines Register on November 5th. His record over many decades is unquestionably moderate, and although he may be saying good things now, we cannot trust that he will be a conservative in the White House. Reaction to the effort. The group has gotten a good deal of publicity since Akbar announced its formation last week, and the response has been mixed, with some commenters praising the activists for not taking Romney's nomination as a done deal, and others ridiculing their tactics. You might as well call yourselves the Let's Reelect Obama Committee, one commenter, Jeff Spaulding, wrote in a response to a press release on com. Anybody but Romney guarantees Obama's reelection. If you are not smart enough to realize that, then I have no use for you. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, but you are. Giving Obama the election is a bunch of poppycock. I don't believe that. Any candidate can beat Obama. No. No, no, no. no. Any candidate can beat Obama. Seriously? That's not true. It says uh, even John Huntsman or Buddy
3: Romer. Huntsman, I think, if, if... Wait, is that the guy who's been running ads recently with a bunch of depressing people saying, the world's going to end? No,
7: no. Huntsman actually is, um, I would actually listen to him in a debate. He's kind of reasonable, but nobody's paying any attention to him. Um, Let's see. So why settle for someone we cannot trust to keep his campaign promises? Well, because nobody keeps campaign promises. Uh, but polls show that while Obama's approval rating remains low, many of the Republican candidates would actually have a hard time beating him. And in a sign of the weak primary field, the leaders of Not Mitt Romney campaign have chosen not to back any alternative candidate yet. It's a little late now, isn't it? Nobody else can jump in the race, right? right. We're treading water until this viable candidate presents him or herself, Akbar told The Hill last Thursday.
3: Oh, that's great. The chosen one will... Well, well God out. told
7: three of these people to run. Unbelievable. So, Yeah. Um, if an alternative candidate wins in Iowa or or South Carolina, two early voting states in which social conservatives have traditionally played the largest role, the coalition might then be able to mobilize in support of that candidate and with some luck push him the or her the silly. past Romney. Huh? The coalition of the silly. Uh, you know what? They should just back Romney.
3: Seriously. Like just suck it up because at this point and go with him. At this point, like who else are they gonna get? I mean really, who's gonna crawl out of the woodwork now? Who do I don't they know. really think is I don't know. going to
7: we, we had Herman Cain last week say that if you have vegetables on your pizza you're not a real man.
3: That's just that makes no sense. Well how about this?
6: Wow
7: you- how about this article? House yeah. GOP So the Republicans classify pizza as a vegetable to prevent, quote, overly burdensome school lunch regulations. I am not looking at the onion.
3: That's just fucked up.
7: This is real. Earlier this year, the USDA made an attempt to bolster the nutrition guidelines for the federal school lunch program. Under the new guidelines, for instance, school lunches would be limited to one cup of starchy vegetables a week and the ability of schools to count tomato sauce on pizza towards their fruit and vegetable requirement would be scaled back. But House Republicans in a new spending plan unveiled yesterday have done away with those changes. The spending bill also would allow tomato paste on pizzas To be counted as a vegetable as it is now. You know, I tried that argument with my parents when I was young. I'm like, uh, get the one with all the meat because it's got a tomato on it. No.
3: (laughs) Tomato, potato, potato, tomato.
7: (laughs) The department's proposed guidelines would have attempted to prevent that. The changes have been requested by food companies that produce frozen pizzas, the salt industry, and potato growers. Some conservatives in Congress have called the push for healthier foods an overreach, saying the government shouldn't be telling children what to eat. Let me tell you, I look around at the kids. Yeah. They need to be told what to eat. Oh, yeah. Okay, half of them need to be told what to eat. They do. By the way, before we go any further in here, uh, my boss told me a very interesting statistic today that um, the Congress's approval rating... Is 9%. Really? That high? Communism's approval rating At is low. 11%. Well,
3: there's, they got more people.
7: <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Uh, according to a bill summary released by Republicans on the House Appropriations Committee, these provisions are meant to, quote, prevent overly burdensome and costly regulations what they will actually do is ensure that a steady flow of dollars continue towards certain favored food manufacturers at the exp- expense of children's health well that's why you pack a lunch for your exactly. kids Not everybody can do that, I understand, and this is total bullshit, but let's keep going here. We are outraged that Congress is seriously considering language that would effectively categorize pizza as a vegetable in the school lunch program, said Amy Dawson-Taggart, the director of Mission Readiness, a group advocating for healthier school lunches. It doesn't take an advanced degree in nutrition to call this a national disgrace. (laughs) This is hardly the first time the GOP has attacked attempts to boost the net nutritional content of school lunches. Back in May, House Republicans derided the Healthy, Hunger-Free Kids Act of 2010, which was signed into law late last year as a, quote, massive and costly federal intrusion. They did this despite the fact that escalating obesity rates cost the nation $147 billion per year in direct medical costs. As education policy analyst Theodora Chang has written... Student nutrition programs ensure that students are ready to learn and are not stymied by hunger. Schools are ideal locations for social services like healthy meals because they have unparalleled access to low-income students and their families. Well, they don't give a shit about low-income students and their families. Well, really, who does? Well, the students and their families would. (laughs) Instead, the the GOP have decided to roll back what little progress has been made in terms of school
3: lunch nutrition.
7: Now, do you remember? Was it was at the um, the early, the late eighties, the the mid eighties, where the oh
3: yeah, Reagan was gonna. The
7: Republicans wanted to classify ketchup <laughs> as a vegetable. Yeah. Do you know how they stopped that from happening? Do you remember? Someone said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" No, the Democrats had the Republicans served ketchup as a vegetable in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. That would make you think. Uh, Getting a big old cup full of ketchup Mm -mm. Who's gonna eat that I
0: don't know Well
7: I know some people that would eat ketchup But they were children Or you know High Pizza pizza is a vegetable First of all I'm gonna be a nitpicking semantics asshole There's not a single fucking vegetable Involved in a cheese pizza
3: Well technically Well tomatoes are fruit Right Fruit wheat and dairy yeah, there's no fucking vi- idiots. Fucking idiots. Really? Where, where's the? Where's the 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 article that's that is uh, where the headline is? Republicans finally admit that they've just been dicking around and wasting time. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, that. Well, there actually was one of those. So that the the Republicans. Uh, yeah, we're we've just we're not any trying anymore. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, didn't I send one? I sent one. You did. Here it is. Talk about stupid fucking bullshit. PETA, people for eating tasty animals. Oh, sorry. People for the ethical treatment of animals slams Mario over use of a fur suit. First of all, I'll read the article. Okay. The people for ethical treatment of animals might be barking up the wrong mushroom. On Monday, the controversial organization issued a press release attacking iconic Nintendo mascot Mario for wearing a Tanuki suit in his latest adventure, the Nintendo 3DS game Super Mario 3D Land, which hit shelves on Sunday. Tanuki may be just a, quote, suit in Mario games, but the wearing, but by wearing the skin of an animal, Mario is sending the message that it's okay to wear fur, PETA says.
3: You know gonna, what it is? We're gonna we're gonna take a moment. Well, you know to what it is—the death of intellect. Do, do, do you know what Peter? This sounds like it sounds like Peter Griffin.
0: That's <laughs> that's who this is,
3: <laughs> because that's how stupid this is. That yeah.
7: All right, let me continue. The raccoon-like suit, which grants Mario the ability to glide across the screen, has been a part of the franchise since first appearing as a power-up in 1988's Super Mario Bros. 3. In the new game, Mario acquires the suit not by doing something lousy to a tanuki, but by snagging a super
3: leaf. Still, PETA insists this encourages animal abuse. I... Do you know what encourages abuse in my mind? I want to abuse whoever made the decision to bitch about this.
7: Where the fuck is PETA's headquarters? Arkham Asylum? Uh, Seriously. Ooh, let's find out. Tanookis are real-life raccoon dogs who are beaten, and as PETA's undercover exposés show off and skinned alive for their fur, says PETA Executive Vice President Tracy Raymond. This winter... Everyone can give raccoon dogs and other fabulous animals a one-up by keeping our wardrobes fur-free. Oh my God! To help prove their point, Peta has even commissioned a crude parody video game called Super Tanuki Skin Two D, in which players try to recapture their skin from a flying Mario. Warning: kind of disturbing and totally not fun.
3: Hey, they're in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh. I'm going to Virginia in a couple of we- in like two weeks. Good. I'm going to drop by. <laughs> Say, hey. It's a me, Mario. What the hey, fuck is wrong with you guys? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's
7: just the latest in a long time of PETA game complaints. In 2008, they went after Cooking Mama for not being a vegetarian. Cooking Mama. I love that game. Well, just last year, they parodied challenging downloadable platform hit Super Meat Boy for starring a piece of raw meat. Nintendo has yet to comment, though we're pretty sure it will sound like a hand slapping a forehead. Update. Nintendo has now responded. Was this <laughs> was this on here when you sent it? Yeah. Mario often takes the appearance of certain animals and objects in his games.
3: Oh, I have to read this with the right inflection, don't I? No, I think actually Nintendo responds like, "Riri." Really?
7: <laughs> oh, come on. Nintendo's the good guy here. I
3: know, but I can still be a. Dad.
7: I'm gonna, I'm going to read it with the inflection that it deserves. Okay. okay. Mario often takes the appearance of certain animals and objects in his games. These have included a frog, a penguin, a balloon, and even a metallic version of himself. These lighthearted and whimsical transformations give Mario different abilities and make his games fun to play. The different forms that Mario takes make no statement beyond the games themselves, you fucking morons. <laughs> oh, damn hey. it. PETA is a bunch of fucking whack jobs That's that just, do more harm than good. I swear to God, it's
3: so... You, it's, know, you know what gets my attention with PETA? Naked chicks. That, that works. Oh, when they're wrapped up in nothing? Yeah. Like no fur? Yeah that gets my attention bitching about mario makes me hate you but you know what though i think i've said this before when we were talking about vegetarianism you know what fuck you i'm gonna kill it i'm gonna eat it i'm gonna wear it if i want to i'm gonna fuck it okay all right because i got news for you if it could wear kill eat me it fucking would yeah, All I have right? never heard
7: of a tanuki
3: I'm before today. I'm lucky enough to be high enough on the like higher than them on the food chain. <laughs> Sorry, not my fucking fault you were born a chicken. You're delicious. <laughs> I, have you ever seen a tanuki? <laughs> there's there's no way that I'm not going to make that racist. So, you need to not ask me that question. Okay.
7: Well, I'm scrolling through the images for tanuki. <laughs> And um, it, all, sounds, all, all it sounds like something that you say when you're about to go get laid. All I'm getting is pictures. <laughs> Tanooki.
3: Uh, all I'm getting is. Pic- oh, there they are. Finally on page five of Google. Yeah, I know. Because they all come up as the fucking Mario. It's the count. Mario
7: stuff. Yeah. People have tattoos of him in the suit and T-shirts. And- oh, wasn't my- there a song? I did it all for Tanooki. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. But that's good enough. That works.
3: Uh, okay here's an idiot i mean really if there was ever if there was ever a fucking reason for us to have the name of our show it's that story (laughs) yeah this week in republican wisdom
7: state rep rick womick republican from tennessee calls allah
3: a false god oh that's a smart (laughs) idea (laughs) isn't allah isn't it the same god though it is. So, what if you wake up one day and say, You know what? I want to be kidnapped and have my head chopped off.
7: I, I'm here in Tennessee and my life isn't threatened nearly as
3: much as it could be. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm <laughs> going to get that sign from that third fucking Die Hard movie <laughs> <laughs> and go to South Central. That'd be fun. Oh, man. Because, you know what? My wife hasn't planned a funeral lately. Oh, well, it says here. Religion has
7: always been a quagmire for politicians, and it certainly doesn't help (laughs) if the politician is apathetic or blissfully ignorant. I learned a very long time ago that it pays to respect other people's beliefs despite being different from your own. That's his words, not mine. A simply yet valuable lesson on that state rep Rick Womack needs to learn and take to heart one that he needs to take to heart. Let's see what he has to say here
4: now you explain to me what is the more radical one. we have a whole culture who outright comes out and says we are authorized we are commanded by a god a false god to kill everybody who won't convert versus one nut job over in Sorry, you said Norway that Allah is a false god yeah, absolutely absolutely he's a false god there's only one god Jehovah and the son Christ Jesus who died on the cross. That's my belief. That's my personal. Belief.
7: So that's two gods.
4: Now, because I believe that,
6: I've got a follow on my head. I will never convert to Islam. Allah is not a real God.
3: Well, here's the thing. He said, that's my belief. That's my personal belief. Okay? Yeah. So a Muslim has their belief, their personal belief. Okay? Yes. So yes. the two of you just go on, mind your own fucking beliefs, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want, and stop bothering each other. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? Um, I like broccoli. You don't like broccoli? I'm gonna fucking kill you. (laughs) Yeah, but man, I just, I just don't like it. But you're wrong. Broccoli is delicious, (laughs) and I'm gonna kill you so that you learn. So we
7: people, we've segwayed from politics to religion. Now let's go with this one that I've I've, fucking thing. I've been sitting on this one for like two weeks here. Bankdra- bankrupt Church wants donations for pastor's sick wife ferried in limo. Sorry, I didn't read that one very well. Some members of a bankrupt Orange County, California megachurch are expressing outrage after fielding an email request for congregants to deliver food to waiting limos so that it can be ferried to the founder's sick wife. Here's here, This is a prime example of just doesn't fucking get it. Uh, the appeal comes weeks after a lawsuit charged
3: that the founder of the Crystal
7: Cathedral House of Worship, Reverend okay, Robert Shuley. Crystal Julie,
3: Cathedral House of Worship? Yeah. Really, and people go to this church and think, you know what, this is perfectly valid. Crystal <laughs> Cathedral. It sounds like a fucking glassware line. Oh, uh, you know what, I love those tumblers. What are those? Crystal Cathedral. Pictures oh, on but the they registry, only sold at Pottery Barn. Huh? They only sell those at Pottery yeah, Barn. Yeah, seriously.
7: Uh, Reverend Robert And his family have been paying themselves lavish salaries and other benefits while the church was in financial straits. They've completely depleted the church funds, one member, Bob Canfield, told the Orange County Register, but they have shown that they have absolutely no remorse for what they've done. They're still being chauffeured around in limos. <laughs> we, we, the
3: congregants, have nothing. The, past, the pastor replied, hey, look, you know what? I didn't fuck a boy. I fucked all of you. So <laughs> i a how, little bit better. But isn't
7: this how religion works? We're going to take all your money and live better lives than you and then tell you how to live? Yeah.
3: Mm. and tell you, you know what, oh, it'll be better for you, you know, when you die. Exactly. That's, yeah. These people so. complain and need to remember the afterlife.
7: <laughs> An email sent recently by Crystal Cathedral Administrators <laughs> said that Schuler and his wife, all I can think of is fucking Skexis are the ones sending the email out, right? I just... <laughs> said that Schuler and his wife, Arvella, would appreciate meals over the next three to four weeks. It added... They are to be sent to the church in order to be transported to Arvella. The limo drivers could pick up the dinners or meet in the tower lobby around 4.30 p.m. Arvella Schuler has been suffering from pneumonia, and the email asked that the food be low in sodium and include items such as fruit, meat, soup, and eggs. I'm surprised it doesn't say dollar bills, too. Crystal Cathedral Ministries filed for bankruptcy last month. A lawsuit filed by creditors alleges the Schulers borrowed more than, guess how much? Twenty million dollars. Oh, ten million uh, from the church's endowment fund. So the church isn't going to have a huge dick anymore, and used uh, it for salaries and regular church expenses. R.H. Schuler used his control and influence to the to cause the cathedral to enter into the agreements that benefited him and his family to the detriment of the creditors and in breach of his fiduciary duties to the church the suit charges. A spokesman for the church, John Charles, said the food request was in keeping with the church's commitment to Christian charity. <laughs> As Dr. Schuler always says, find a need and fill it. That's called rape. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh He said, I (laughs) think what we did was
3: we we created a need for you. We created (laughs) this need for you to wait on us hand and fucking foot. Yeah. He said, I think that's what we were trying to do here. But
7: Canfield sees things differently. These are millionaires who have limos and chauffeurs. He said, why in God's name? Clever, so to speak. Would they want the congregants to deliver meals? It's ludicrous. Let's see if there's any comments on this one. <laughs> Ludacris had no comments.
3: <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Wow. Why are you asking me? What the fuck do I know about this?
7: <laughs>
3: Why are you at my house?
7: <laughs> when Mega and Limos are used to describe a pastor's life, you know something went horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You watching Harry Potter?
3: No, it's a game. It's a Harry Potter game. I know, I'm sorry. Would you shut that shit off? I'm sorry, but look look at how good it looks on this <laughs> <I> one. <don't> get- <laughs> I will. I will shut off your Wi-Fi. Oh man, that's not even funny. <laughs> Putting it down. Fine. All right. So
7: uh, let's do a break. Okay. And uh, now that I made you. Shut now that you made me shut it off. I didn't off. make you shut it that's off. That's okay. I have to pee I, anyway. I wouldn't care. I would just ask you to turn it down so the mic wouldn't pick it up. Um, so we'll take a break and we'll come back and then I have a pretty disgusting story. Awesome. <laughs>
4: Perhaps you'd be
1: interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady! Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You wanna be me? Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily... Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I?
2: I just don't know uh, anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview.
1: Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater, poor Sweet dance. Oops. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits the right or the left I don't
2: know that's that. the smell of failure failure smells like dove mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent kind of makes me think of candy canes your resentment is delicious
4: visit gleecast.potomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store that's gleecast with a k part of the palaver.com family that's
2: p-a-l-a-v-r.com boy the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards
5: we're working on that
6: Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood, like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Ally McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Showshow Show at shoshow.podomatic.com or search showshow, Show, all one word, in the iTunes store.
4: This is a great John film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the Girls on Film Radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about you guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast yeah yeah <laughs> right so there you have it for meaty film discussion by meaty women listen to girls on film radio girls on film dot dot com
7: So um we got two calls today from our bank and uh I ignored them cuz I didn't know they were actually from the bank. They had no like identifying like yeah. name or any of that stuff. And um apparently some business that we've used our cards with and I don't know if it was online or not, their security was breached. Oh, they okay. wouldn't they wouldn't tell us who it was. Because uh, I wouldn't use them anymore. Unless it's Amazon, then what choice do I have? Right. Um, so they just canceled our cards. Oh, really? And they called us. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's a tiny bit inconvenient, but okay, good. You protected our money. I guess that's yeah. that's a good thing. So they're going to expedite cards, which is nice. So it'll be like three, two to two to three, two to five days, yeah. something like that. We just so. had
3: to switch from Danvers Beg to people's united or whatever mm. communist right bank they we they no. well the switch happened right they, yeah the, the bank but i gotta tell over. you it's like you never realize because then we got we got new atm cards oh, yeah and you don't realize like how much of your stuff is auto paid like i'm not even like yeah. talking bills and stuff because i send out checks for bills but right. like um the iTunes accounts yep. Yeah, you had to go in and change those the yep. yeah, automatic-
7: I, I, I have a running list I'm compiling in my yeah, head cuz I had auto, changed everything um,
3: like auto renew for both my website and Julie's website mm. for the businesses oh yeah there's and another one so um I got to go in and like yep. and PayPal
7: Amazon yeah. the podcast gamefly Netflix everything yeah Hulu. everything that I had my Hulu, name on like that, yeah so. Anywho, because the big ones, mortgage, car payment, stuff, there, it's like linked directly to the bank account oh, yeah. itself. So that's that. Whatever that, the house insurance. Right. That's all. That'll stay fine. So that's good. But it's like a, it's it's a little bit of, of um, you know, aggravation. But no,
3: but it's good that you think know, about it the other way around. Right. It's better than the other aggravation you'd get. Yeah. Look on that picture. <laughs>
7: Wow. It's a, it's a picture of a dude flipping the camera off. And in the back... Is well, it a, says it says acting badass. Yeah. Never works when there's gay porn in the background. Is there gay porn in the background? Is that... Right, yeah. Yeah. That's I a, can't that's see from here. That's is a he, cock and balls is right
3: Yeah, Okay, so he is exposed. Yes. Thank goodness that my glasses are a little fucked up. <laughs> hey, you know what I watched the other day? I watched the first few episodes of the Sarah Silverman show again. That show wasn't too bad. That show was fucking funny it's like when what she, happened to it did it get it just, canceled, it just or? canceled it was on i think it was i think it had like two seasons yeah well and more uh, like one and a half it seemed so um i think it got caught up in the writer's strike oh um okay so um but there's a the one where she like goes and gets tested for aids mm. and <laughs> she <laughs> said um you know how many times have you had sex and then she writes a number down and the woman goes there's two numbers here she goes well yeah i'm, I'm kind of ocd that way <laughs> <laughs> it's great cuz it's such a nasty joke but it's so subtle it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and then they show like the whole this whole time lapse thing and then the woman just asks her i'm i'm sorry to ask but have, have you been trying to get hiv <laughs> Oh, such a fucked up show uh, she's funny she is she's she's, she's like nasty we can, we can cure AIDS if we could put a man on the moon then we could have put a man with AIDS on the moon and then we could put everybody with AIDS on the moon <laughs> I'm sorry uh, for gushing that's <laughs> just some funny shit to me
7: uh, uh, so you, you want to hear this yeah what's this so this from uh, Jeremy had this on his um on his site. This is the official website of Michael Crook.
3: Who the fuck is Michael Crook?
7: He is a despicable asshat. Okay. Who's the chick? Ashley Bilisano. Okay. Now, uh, I want to preface this with I would really appreciate it if Scott did not use clips from this article. Because this is some disgusting shit. Okay. And I don't mean disgusting like it's like, oh, this was all done to this girl. It's his opinions are not my opinions. Um, So this was posted Tuesday, November 15th on Michael Crook's official blog. This post may seem somewhat cruel to some, but strict adherence to Mormon beliefs will not think so. At least I'd hope they don't think so. Whether fellow members agree or disagree, it's imperative to note that in the church there are more than 14 million members worldwide, and that means well over 14 million opinions. What follows is my opinion, nothing more, nothing less. The subject of this story was not LDS, but since the LDS church is the one true church, our beliefs apply to all. I I don't know what that means. Ashley Bilisano, 18, was profiled on CNN for sending out 144 tweets alleging all forms of abuse, including sexual, allegedly at the hands of her stepfather and another family member. No arrests or charges have resulted. Her Twitter feed has been taken down, mostly because she committed suicide one week ago today, but her MySpace page remains online. As of the time this article was published. So this guy basically, first of all, he's writing two-sentence paragraphs. Oh, I love for that. That happens. Yeah. Newspaper headlines from her hometown newspaper to abroad. Who was the broad? But Discussed the story with some asking why no one helped her, especially since she had 500 followers. Really? There are those who would think she's a victim. Not so. I don't care what did or did not happen to her first and foremost i don't believe rape exists what first and foremost i don't believe rape exists this fucking chode says it's it's there's a link to this i don't i don't know do you want to do you want to do you want to hear uh, an extrapolation on this viewpoint he has a video oh let's hear this piece of shit yeah i don't know if i can actually stomach all of this but let's see
6: I basically, or actually I am of the opinion that rape is pretty much a fictional thing. When a woman says that she was raped, she's pretty much lying. Uh, She's pretty much making it up. Now, I'm looking at some statistics from the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. Uh, They're at rainorg slash statistics. That's R-A-I-N-N dot org slash statistics. According to them, uh, one in six women will be sexually assaulted in her lifetime and 60% of sexual assaults are not reported to the police. Now, there is a reason that 60% of these assaults are not reported, and that's simply because they didn't happen, or at least no crime happened. Uh, I believe that when a woman says she was raped, what really happened was that she asked for it, and she did something to invite it, and when she got it, changed her mind. See, most women like to use rape as a tool, as a weapon. So,
3: You're it's really
6: troubling when society automatically believes in them and automatically wants to ostracize the guy, put him in jail or kill him or whatever it is, without even giving him a trial or evaluating the woman's story. Well, that's As not in America. Crystal Schinkel case, she tried to tell uh, everybody on the internet that she was raped when she told the police that it was consensual. Um, the prosecution didn't even believe her, and we shouldn't either and that's the way it is with all women really I really do not believe there is such a thing as a legitimate rape case um, that's the reason why 60% of assaults don't happen if a woman really was assaulted and there really was a rape that she really was a victim of she would be running to the police station she would be wanting justice and revenge but instead she knows that she asked for it <laughs> she knows that she invited it and fires remorse or regretting it or whatever that's not an excuse to cry rape and unfortunately, that's what most women do. Um, so it, I stand firm in my belief that there's no such thing as an actual rape case. Uh, any woman who says she was raped is a liar. These women understand, oh, I'm a survivor. I'm a rape survivor. You're a rape liar is what you are. Uh, again, no such thing as rape. Don't fall for a woman's story that she was raped. You know... That's just good audio bold. work there. Yeah. Um, I would have started. So that's where over. I stand on the issue, and I do welcome your comments. You can come to my blog at michaelcook.com Can and I come that. to your house? You find some forums there. Go ahead and register for an account. It's free. Uh, sound off. I do respect freedom of speech and uh, differing opinions. No, so you So come don't. by and you know, say your piece. Um, but I do leave you with this thought that uh, any woman who says she was raped is a liar. If you ever if a woman ever tells you she was raped, just dismiss her. She's a liar. Just don't even bother with her. Um, So, thank you for your time. MichaelKirk.org, MichaelKirk.net
3: and I will... Wow. You know what? Here's... I wonder if you're thinking what I'm thinking. I think he's full of shit. For one thing. Okay. You know why? Hmm. He says all this controversial stuff. He invites people. I've I've went through his whole website
7: and it's consistent. There is not Okay. Any
3: indication that
7: it's satirical
3: or he's Okay, a troll. that's fine. Um, but is it sort of, con- does it beg for comment? Does it beg that's for response? That's a good point. Okay. That is a good point. If it, it begs for response, okay. Hmm. Um, I don't see any advertising on his website. Is no, it's just any? a blog. Okay, so um, my question is, oh mm. wait, what are those things on the side? Uh, Twitter,
7: Facebook. No, stuff. below that. Uh, his the his tweets stuff.
3: I think. Okay, so it's not like, you know, sponsored links or anything like that or stuff that Google would throw on. There.
7: No, but he has visitlds.org or okay. mormon.org
3: uh okay. site is administered by Night Shadow Production. But you know what gets me is like to comment you have to register on his website, which means you have to give him your name. Oh yeah. And your email. Yeah. Okay. So Even if he pisses off just 100 people a day, Mm. okay, and even 50 of those, okay, it's 50 emails a day that he gets to then sell to whomever. He's got a database. He could. Okay. So, or he could. But there are are no comments on
7: this part of it, though.
3: Well, where are the comments?
7: Well, there's some comments under the article that we were talking about where he doesn't believe rape exists. There's- dude you're a douche 122 comments yeah
3: what are they saying does anybody agree with him um not really only rape suspect 125 see this is what i was thinking you want to hear
7: this guy change his tune somebody needs to rape him (laughs) don't you think that would change his mind on rape that's oh, funny. dude! You, you're you're you you're you're lying. You're just you're, doing it for attention. Your relaxed fit boot cut jeans and long sleeve shirt. You were asking for you it. You wanted it. And your dopey, your dopey fucking haircut and baggy eyed uh, idiot. So he's just Cromagnum a Magnum face. Was Mormon asking for with
3: it. An axe to grind. He's a fucking idiot.
7: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. And then it's, it talks a little bit about this. It says, uh, if in fact the girl was being molested or forced into prostitution as the media outlets say her tweets claimed, then it was her fault that it happened and continued to happen. It gets worse, honestly. let me. Uh, uh, why, Michael, you exclaim, that's the most insensitive thing I've ever heard. Well, no, it's the truth. The prophet Spencer W. Kimball wrote in his book, The Miracle of Forgiveness... In a forced contact such as rape or incest, the injured one is greatly outraged. If she has not cooperated and contributed to the foul deed, she is, of course, in a more favorable position. There is no condemnation where this is no voluntary participation. It is better to die defending one's virtue than to live having lost it without a struggle. Basically, he's saying... Uh, resist until he shoots you in the face or stabs you in the heart um let's see the bold emphasis is mine even though a woman may cry rape or may claim that sex was not consensual if she doesn't successfully defend her virtues and allows the so called attack to take place then she loses the right to call herself a victim it is better to die defending one's virtues (sighs) There may be no condemnation, as he says, but notice that that only one puts the woman in a more favorable favorable position, and that's assuming she didn't cooperate by not defending her virtue or in cases such as this story, allowing the abuse to go on for years without taking steps to stop it. By the and, way,
3: he is Night Shadow Productions.
7: It goes on. Oh, that makes total sense. It goes on and on and, and on and uh and on. He sells his books down here at the end. Um, there was something. Politics and creeds is what he has here. Um, let's look at this real quick. You want me to read through his list of uh, politics and pol- political and related beliefs? Oh, sure. Number one I am a Republican and a conservative.
3: Big surprise.
7: I oppose any sort of comfort or aid for illegal immigrants and their children as well as their children and so forth. This, this, These next two kill me because this is, if he's a troll, he's done his research, he knows how close these two things should go together. I am pro-life when it comes to babies. If an teenage unwed female or a woman who doesn't want a baby becomes pregnant, I believe she should place the child for adoption. Next, I support the death penalty. For those sentenced to death by a court of competent jurisdiction. I believe that interracial relationships slash marriages should be outlawed. There's a link that says more on this topic, but he can go shove it up his ass. I believe that there's no such thing as rape. We went through that. I believe all forms of welfare should be denied to unwed women who choose to keep their children as society shouldn't fund the, her choices. This does not include women who conceived the baby within the bonds of marriage but later divorced. So basically he's saying um, he's pro-life when the woman is pregnant, but once the baby's born, go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I oppose any laws that legalize any marriage other than that between a man and a woman. This includes so-called domestic partnerships and anything else that makes a mockery of the institution of marriage. Furthermore, like, what,
3: multiple wives? The Kardashians.
7: Furthermore, I do not believe that homosexuals should be entitled to any special civil rights. No, let's just give them the just same them ones the same everybody, else, everybody has. else
3: has. I totally agree with you there, Michael.
7: Yeah. You well, that last card, I mentioned. I do believe all good Samaritan and render aid laws should be abolished. I thought he was, like, really religious and not supposed to help people. I guess Mormons don't. Mm-hmm. I oppose the abolishment of don't ask, don't tell. I oppose the creation of it. I do not support the notion of near-death experiences, though many misguided members of the church have claimed to have them. Anyone who claims to have had a near-death experience is an opportunistic liar, in my opinion. However, I do sustain the church leader's teachings and church doctrine on personal revelation, which are different than near-death experiences as the world recognizes them. I believe any member of the church who in any way supports or condones homosexuality should be excommunicated. I believe any member of the church who perverts the subject of spirits and the spirit world should be excommunicated, i.e. Grant Wilson. Who the hell is Grant Wilson? I don't know. probably somebody that doesn't fucking matter. Let's see. I'll look him up. Is Grant Wilson a bad Mormon? (laughs) Wow. There's a link here that says, for the offended, judge me, not the church. Well judgeth the church not you can't just add th to the end of words and have them sound
3: all biblical and shit <sighs> Grant Wilson is apparently some dude who's like really into ghosts and shit okay this is this is the ravings
7: of a fucking lunatic yeah and um Shad says, uh, did you read his Michael Crook's politics and creeds page? Chris, holy shit. This guy's a piece of work. Look at his picture. What a shrimpy little needle dick, eh? (laughs) Just give me five minutes with this fuck stick in a windowless room. Yeah. I have 17 comments actually on this post. That's cool. Um, Let's see. Somebody should rape him. (laughs) And that's why I hate such stupidity. It makes me all full of hate and stuff. Um, I'm not going to list anybody's name on here. If you want to find out, then you got to be my friend on Facebook. Um, that's got to be a troll job, right? And I said, I hope so. But then again, the internet does bring out the darker sides of people. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like me wanting to rape him just to prove a point.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of, um, just, just that, like that extreme. I hate him so much. I want to do something extreme. Yeah. I was listening to Louis C.K. Um, and he was saying,
7: um, "I'm just going to adjust your microphone. I had turned it, and uh,
3: that's better." Okay, sorry. So he was saying how much he hates deer. Okay, so he's, yes, I, yes. How much he hates deer? He's just—I just, just want to. He I used just, to like them, but then he moved to right, the country. Moved, they were in my fucking yard all the time. Yeah. And I just I want to. I want to suck a bunch of bloody dicks and get AIDS and then fuck the deer with my give him AIDS with my dick and just uh, let him die. I hope his wife dies. His kids starve. (laughs) Fucking hate. (laughs) It's it's like, wow. Yeah, that's a little, that was
7: extreme, huh?
3: Really funny.
7: So some of the other things that were added on here, um, Aaron here says my absolute favorite part of this is the fact that he wrote an entire book about founding and presiding over an obscure Euro dance bands fan club. Then Aaron says, My mistake. They can't be considered obscure if you're forced to hear their music at every single sporting event you've ever attended. <laughs> and I will click the link and you will
0: go. Oh, no. I, oh.
7: Hold on, hold on. that's all we need there it's not um, a bad song everybody should um yeah uh, and then someone else says hmm popular at sporting events gay bars in the 90s and with a woman and with women hating religious nuts someone else posted um, his address and phone number really yeah <laughs> oh no
3: it's on this website
7: yeah but it's all right there right there <laughs> yep yeah um Randy says, I got as far as him quoting the prophet, and I veered back into sanity. Sorry, he's a fucking idiot. I'm glad he can type and shit. But here's hoping he slides under a bus and tastes his own blood and thereby arrives at his eternal reward all the sooner. That's what he (laughs) wants, right? Um, Did I skip one here? Oh, sometimes when someone is that far down the spectrum of insanity, I have a hard time telling if it's real or just an elaborate joke. But then I watch the videos. Holy shit. Um... Andrea says I want to throw up after reading that I remember seeing a dateline on the LDS church and they are extra fucked up there were interviews with old members talking about being sexually abused and basically passed around by church leaders and told they consented because they never fought back it's disgusting so yeah that's the fun I have on my Facebook page people so join in (laughs)
0: that's fucking crazy
7: Let's see. I started a, a post. I haven't. I hadn't updated my um my my other blog where I talk about just nonsense shit. Yeah. I haven't updated that since April of last year. So I decided because I was I was looking around and I and I realized that Star Wars collecting Star Wars stuff has gotten so fucking expensive. If you want, like, if you want to continue to to collect stuff, Do you so, know why it's gotten more expensive?
3: Well, because people will pay. Because people will pay, and yeah. the true fans, I mean our generation, yeah. like you know, we have real jobs, well, some people do I don't no, we're supposed to, so I, I did a um,
7: fucking recession to start a business, so I have a I have a list I'm here, a genius. and I have um eleven through six of my favorite and most expensive Star Wars items I would never buy
3: cool what do you got you want me to go through some of these why would you do the falcon that's just to piss me off
7: it's the 172 scale fine mold millennium falcon it's uh 172 dollars and 89 cents
3: perfectly reasonable
7: it's an honorable mention because as i say at the end of that post um, fucking awesome with uh let's see this is an honorable mention because it is the only one that i can reasonably see myself purchasing because i have like seven or eight of their other kits it has 900 pieces that's awesome. I think it's more accurate than the fucking screen-used ones. <laughs> Number ten, Lego Superstar Destroyer. Oh,
3: that's fucking awesome. Cost three hundred ninety-nine. Yeah, ninety-nine. Are you kidding me? Cole and I saw that because we get the Lego mm. magazine at the house, and we both looked at each other and just went,
7: "Yeah, oh. yeah."
3: You want to? You want me to read what I wrote about each one here? <laughs>
7: um. I wrote, this kit is huge. It contains 3,152 pieces. Oddly, though, it only comes with five minifigures. Darth Vader, Admiral Piet, Dengar Bosk, and ig 88 By comparison, the Lego Death Star, which is the same price, yeah. comes with 24 minifigures, six of which are exclusive to the set. Yeah. Uh, the detail and ship is fantastic, especially the underside aft section, the engines, basically. Um, I think this is... I think it is financially impossible to produce a kit that does justice to the detail on the actual model but this is a fantastic addition to the Lego line. Number 9. Harrison Ford certified authentic by Lucasfilm autographed Star Wars photos. Wow. Cost 469.99.
3: Yeah, that's a bit much.
7: Harrison Ford doesn't sign a lot of autographs. <laughs> His aloofness towards Star Wars is well-documented. He is one of the only actors that has never attended a Star Wars celebration. His autograph is truly a collector's dream, especially on the photos that officialpix.com offers, because that's who's, who's, who's getting him to sign finally. There are eight different pictures to choose from. Seven are Star Wars and one is Indiana Jones. All are numbered with a Lucasfilm-licensed Certificate of Authenticity. This is the only guaranteed way that I can see actually acquiring a quality Harrison Ford autograph without meeting him in person. But that's ridiculous. $470?
3: Yeah, well, that's for a, what the market will bear. For
7: a well, we'll see, right? Number 8 Kotobukiya's Art Effects Bounty Hunter Statue Set. Now to be fair, you can purchase each one of these individually for 100 bucks less now that they've been out for a while. Right. $600. Kotobukiya makes some fantastic vinyl statues. This set comes in six different parts. Boba Fett Dengar, Zuckles Forlon and IG-88. Each one comes with a base that connects together to form the Imperial logo. Yeah. Each also comes with a part of Darth Vader to give you a super special bonus seventh figure. Statues range inside from seven inches for Dengar because he's crouched down firing to um, 11 and three quarter inches for IG-88. At one point, actually, I considered buying them um, one at a time when they released them because they were doing like one every two months. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, I could swing a hundred bucks every two months. Um, but then I thought, if one sold out before I could order it, it would either be too expensive to purchase in the secondary market or I'd end up with a missing bounty hunter yeah. and an incomplete Darth Vader. Um,
3: yeah, his would be cut off or something. Yeah.
7: Number seven, Star Wars Boba Fett Artist Portfolio, $500. This is just the uh, description from Entertainment Earth. The Boba Fett Artist Portfolio consists of 11 images, 12 by 17, taken from the original crew gift drawn by Joe Johnston for The Empire Strikes Back and given to select members of the pre-production staff in March of 1978. Limited to 75 pieces, each portfolio includes a certificate of authenticity signed by Joe Johnston and is packaged in a holographic textured portfolio with a brushed metal titanium alloy Mandalorian symbol on the cover. Outer portfolio is 15 by 18 and a half. So I wrote, I love Boba Fett. From his first appearance at a California parade followed by the Star Wars Holiday Special and his official appearance in the Empire Strikes Back, I was always intrigued by the character. The design was totally different from anything else in the series, and he did what no one else could do, completely and utterly stop the heroes. <sighs> Having said that, I don't love Boba Fett that much. <laughs> Number six, Supreme Edition Boba Fett costume. Price. Eight hundred and forty nine ninety
3: nine. It better suck me off. It's, well, that, it's, one. On. it's
7: that one. It's that one. No, forget it. As I've said before, I love Boba Fett, but not that much. Not only am I too tall for the costume, but you could buy individual pieces and create a more screen-accurate costume with weathering and all the missing tchotchkes that this costume doesn't include. While it's a good Halloween costume, having done work with the 501st, this is merely a costume. The picture below is armor. And that's a, that's a 501st FET with yeah. like l- working lights and, and shit like that. Even though it would cost more, I think it would be totally worth it. So tomorrow, if I have time, I'm going to put up five through one. And believe me, one is fucking ridiculous. Well, now I need to know what it is. I don't have the links here. <laughs> I have the links in work. I actually, what I thought was going to be my number one is my number two. Because I found another one that was more expensive. Because I tried to go in order of expense. Yeah. Fucking crazy. <laughs> so I just I just thought that'd be fun to go through there. Um, I'm going to do the third break. Sure. I know there's like a lot more other news stuff we can talk about, but let's do, um, we can do Republican candidates next next time we yeah, do a show. Yeah, they'll still be making asses of themselves. Yeah, sure. and I can compile a better crazy list. <sighs> um, let me just answer this. Uh, Ryan wants to know where the list is. The rest of the list is I would say, tomorrow. Okay, so here's our third break.
5: Yo, Jay, wait,
0: wait.
1: Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mel Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films. Any zombie
6: film. Every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie,
4: and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? They're, these guys are
7: right on the, the cutting edge of uh, reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie or you want to be
1: a zombie or you're thinking about being a zombie or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune in to Mail Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken
7: Pori, and that's out.
2: Expect when you download and listen to an episode of The Inside Outcast? Pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness, it has the appearance of being true without any fact behind it, <laughs> you know? You know, there are some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui-wise. Well, to... I'm, I'll am i try anything. Yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. In Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew and throws from Jiu-Jitsu, kicks from Taekwondo, and concepts from Tai Chi Chuan. It becomes even more evident in aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm -hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. (laughs) (laughs) The Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where Where geek geek meets goth. goth. Hi, Andy's grandma. We're here to record a new episode of Night of the Living Podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me.
5: Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin. That's weird.
2: Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner.
5: This computer's just knife enthusiast websites and American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I think. Palaver. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Maybe we should get the hell out of here. Maybe we should go.
2: Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys.
5: You ready to record? (laughs) If you are a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living
1: podcast at NOTLP.com. U-B-L-A.
7: I'll have to make an edit there. Hey. yeah. So we're back, we're back. and uh, I think it's time for feedback. Right. We got a lot of so feedback. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff for me to so. read here, which
3: is always fun. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Let's see. I'm going to turn on the big light like this. Okay.
7: Oh, that's too know, bright. Huh? <laughs> so, all right, here we
3: go. This is uh, regarding GPS tracking. This is from Rich. It says, Frank's point regarding the GPS tracking issue is what I often hear. If you're not doing anything wrong, why worry? The problem With this, is it rests on trusting law enforcement officials. When you guys discussed this, and I think some of the feedback I sent on the cops, I think it was Chris who noted people are getting arrested uh, for videotaping officers. Yeah, These people have done nothing wrong or illegal except in two states. And even in those two states, judges have routinely thrown out the arrests. Hmm. Yet they're still arrested. That will show up on your background should an employer run it. You'll have to sit in jail until they arraign you. You will pay legal charges for defense, even if it results in the charges getting thrown out. And that's assuming you don't draw a shitty judge and or prosecutor, in which case you get convicted in due time. That's a good point. So if you're not doing anything wrong, you can still have quite a bit to worry about. As always, best to you guys and your families, and good holidays to you as well. Personally can't wait for the insulin coma from too much stuffing in (laughs) Turkey to take over me well thank you rich good to yeah hear from no that's you, a, that's a good point it's you know. definitely a,
7: a good thing to consider
3: yeah um, i
7: think you got a lot of people writing and telling you you were wrong this week
3: yeah i get a lot of that <laughs> why should here be any different uh, this the subject is this boston pd frank hauser would like a gps tracker on his car <laughs> Then maybe I could find it when I park. Hey, Chris and Frank, Merlin's master here. I just want to start by saying I feel guilty. The only time I email you guys is when I feel compelled to give Frank a rhetorical spanking for saying something monumentally stupid. (laughs) That being being said, Frank, what the fuck were you thinking? I I don't know. I like people that are
7: familiar enough with you to just be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I get that from my kids.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Once. On last week's show, yeah, I know, we were discussing the issue of whether... A warrant is needed to place GPS checker on somebody's car. And, Frank, you made not one but two of the <laughs> dumbest things I've heard someone say in recent memory. I want to point out that dumbest was spelled D-U-M-N-E-S-T. Oh, you had to, I didn't had you? I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. Um, fair's first, fair. Oh, hey. <laughs> first, you said that what's the difference between a cop following somebody and a cop placing a GPS tracker on somebody's vehicle? I, I pointed out the difference. One of those things is a clear and open-shut violation of our Constitution's Fourth Amendment, and the other one is not. Second, you said, if I'm not doing anything wrong, what do I have to worry about? Yeah, because no one ever gets convicted of a crime they didn't commit. Do you even know how many innocent people are framed by cops for crimes they didn't commit because they simply want to close a case? No, I don't. How many? (laughs) There are hundreds. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> of news stories about this. Not only mm. is that statement stupid, it is extremely un American. Maybe moving to one of those dozens of banana republics uh, there are would solve two of your problems your hatred Hate. of the cold weather and your disdain for democracy. Right, but are they open on Thanksgiving exactly. Day? Exactly.
7: <clears throat> Sorry, that was a joke
3: about a store.
7: Yeah. I see um, his point. It makes and sense. And Chris. Uh, yeah.
3: You could have disagreed with him a little bit. Yeah. I, I could have, but sometimes I know when it's a fruitless argument. Now that the spanking is over, I'll just say that it was with love and it hurt me a lot more than it hurt you. Oh <laughs> God, I usually pay to hear those words. That's
7: what that Mormon's going to say. No,
3: but only because it didn't hurt you at all. All right, that's all I got.
7: Peace, peace. Nice. All right, next up. I love have... that people can write in and disagree with us and then we're all still good afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, now this one to like... Totally buck the system, right? The
3: subject of this is tracker. Uh, this is from James the Dork. If a cop is tailing you and you are alone on the highway, you will see the car. Also, law enforcement is limited by the number of personnel they have as to how many people they can track that way. Not to mention the relative skill of the cop to be able to follow you mm-hmm. undetected. With this shit, they may as well just jack everyone like they did in Demolition Man. If you suspect, <laughs> if you suspect me of doing shit, tail me and prove it. Do the police work you get paid to do if all else fails make shit up like has happened so many times before when cops can't find an actual suspect for a crime Mm. a warrant should absolutely be required for this requiring cops to get warrants to start peeking into our private lives is a good thing it means you have to stand in front of someone who knows nothing about the case and convince them to issue with a warrant being innocent of a crime does not automatically guarantee you'll never find yourself in court in front of a judge all it takes is one overzealous cop that's that's a i like that the way he put that you have to stand in front of
7: somebody that doesn't know anything about it and tell them it's a good idea that's that's a that i'm gonna have to remember that that's a very interesting way to think of it
3: all right this one is again from rich and it's a big one i better take a deep breath (laughs) (laughs) it's not a cock all right uh hi guys (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for reading my feedback. I definitely appreciate it. For this last show, two things: one, I disagree wholeheartedly with the short dismissal of Ron Paul, which is ironic because isn't he a little man? Oh. Anyway, we definitely can't all have the same opinions. But as a conservative, I'd say he's the only—he's only—he's the only one the Republicans have put forward. I would bother voting for D- What did we say? I, I think I. Maybe I
7: said something different, I but I crazy. know that I know that what, what the rest of the Republicans are doing are just kind of like they're putting baby in the corner. It's like, shut up, old
3: man. Yeah. So they're dismissing him, so maybe I was just following suit. So He supports peace and non-intervention on foreign policy, yeah. and more importantly, on the domestic front, supports individual freedom. And specifically on one issue, which I think you guys should take to heart, he's been instrumental in the past decades in finally bringing attention to the federal reserve uh that it deserves the fed is the primary instrument by which the root ru- rich loot the rest of us hmm. in the old days king simply assumed control of the mints and engaged in large-scale coin clipping which is just reducing the weight of gold in each coin
6: oh
7: the yeah of course
3: i remember reading about that a difference of course going to the king and his favorite court members the fed is how this is done today. When they increase the money supply, it's not like we all get access to it. It goes into the hands of their favored bankers first, and they get to use it at the current purchasing power. By the mm. time you and I see that new money in our paychecks, it's devalued and worse less than when it was created. Things are even worse for people on fixed incomes. To Paul's defense, he criticized the executive order issue for every president, including Bush 1 and 2. I know it's more Uh, it's a more academic issue since every president has abused them for the last century, Mm. but it is valid. Uh, there's a great book called reassessing the presidency. I'd recommend it covers the development of the presidency over time from what was initially a limited power figurehead role to the presidency of today. Mm. Not yet, not yet an elected King, but coming too damn close for my taste anyway, Two. Ian has some interesting feedback, but he gets some basic stuff wrong. The tragedy of the commons, is what happens when no one owns something and it is overused. It has nothing to do with local versus non-local spending and investment. Regarding the Walmart debate, Frank is basically right. I don't see those. Holy shit, wow. (laughs) The idea that you can keep your money local by spending local just isn't correct, nor is it even desirable. If you can get the stuff you need from Walmart at $80 when it used to cost you $100, your buying power has increased and you are more wealthy. You now have an extra $20 to spend locally or otherwise. Hmm. As for local investment, this is largely a matter of local productivity, not local spending. As Frank correctly pointed out, you may spend locally, but others who get that as income may not. Whether money stays locally invested is a matter of whether it's worth it or not. If your local community is reasonable and doesn't stifle business and your local workforce is productive, business will find it advantageous to locate there and will stay there. If they don't, it's not because you don't spend locally and because compared to the rest of the places they could have invested, your area wasn't comparatively good. And that's the result of a lot of contributing factors, local, and state, local, state, and federal policies, the existing workforce, existing capital, how easy it is to invest in new capital, the availability of certain resources that might be critical to production, etc., you don't keep money and investment local by only patronizing local businesses. You keep it local by making sure you can exploit your particular niche in the division of labor better than anyone else. Also, and this is interesting if a bit technical, Walmart enjoys no particular advantage to most smaller businesses. A lot of people think they can undercut prices, wipe people out, and then jack them up. This is called predatory pricing and mm-hmm. also called the unicorn of economics because it's never actually been observed. Try with your boss. Mm-hmm. Tell him you're going to underprice... Nope, sorry. Tell them you're going to underprice um, everyone, even if it means going below cost, and then you'll corner the market and guarantee no competitors will ever come back to the picture. He'll likely have you committed. Hmm.
7: Sorry, I was trying to look something up, and Uh, the speaker was on here.
3: There is a limit to what anyone can earn in a given market, and it is the capitalized value of those earnings that matters. If you have to pull pull on outside resources to make a local investment work – You're actually operating at a loss. The reason why is explained below. It's a bit wordy, so skip if you don't have the time or inclination. I used to be an economics teacher, and I have enough people uh, to sleep. I've put enough people to sleep with this crap at some point.
7: Now, I've said in the past on the show that this is something I'm still learning about,
3: so I'm curious and very interested. The usual answer is that Walmart has a ton of resources to draw on. The problem with this claim is there's a limit on what, they, on what it's worth to invest. Say Walmart has $100 million invested in capital in 100 stores nationwide. Say the average rate of return is 10%. Each store earns $100,000 for the million invested in each. Now, say Walmart wants to monopolize the market in one area, and they've projected they can double their prices if they do so. If they earn two hundred thousand dollars, then they invest up to two million in that store. The thing is though investing more than that means a loss. Anything more than that, two million has to come from the profits of the other stores, mm. so they're earning less than ten percent also since doubling their prices this is the limit they figured they can earn on that two hundred thousand dollars, despite what they invest so if they invest if they have to invest three million to secure that monopoly, then that store is only going to earn a little under seven percent, not ten. And that extra million to get the capital invested had to come from the other store's profits. So now there are 10 stores out there who, learn on, who will only earn 9% as opposed to 10% for the year. So it really doesn't matter how much you have worldwide. There's still a limit to what you can earn for any given investment, given even if you monopolize the market. And it's that figure which limits what it's worth to invest. Hmm. The end result is that anyone who can raise the capitalized value based on projected returns is on as good a footing as Walmart to open a store in the area, and anyone who invests more than, and anyone who invests more is actually taking a loss to what they'd earn if they just invested randomly in the market at an average ten percent return. So I guess it's a strategy one could employ, but your shareholders will be pretty pissed off at the quarterly meeting when you explain the whole company shaved off a few points uh, total revenue to monopolize the market in Tulsa. Mm. Lastly, for the church. I'm surprised that it was even argued that the Catholic Church wasn't the priest's employer. If they weren't, who was? God? Does that mean abuse victims get to sue the Almighty when their actual abusers have died? I wonder how many times God would have to lose because he just didn't show up for the hearings before the faithful might doubt his existence. But then again, if he is omniscient, he is just being a prick by missing the hearings when he knows damn well when and where they are. <laughs> and then how do you how do you swear him in if he shows up? All of this nonsense when the church has to do is acknowledge that there's a sex drive and get their priests a ton of fleshlights. <laughs> oh, fleshlights, yeah. Rich, thank you very much. That was very insightful and um, validating, quite frankly. I, uh, I actually, even though I'm, you know, just a
7: just a smidge over ignorant about how you know the economy works i I do enjoy learning about it so yeah I, I love that's this that's show. why we talk about it because i i this is this is one thing one subject on the show we talk about that i I can just sit back and go
3: all right tell I enjoy me. it, I find it interesting i mean not yeah. so interesting like I mean I was a minor but <laughs> It was my minor. No, but I, I like that it that it's got
7: discussion going and and it, it's got a lot of feedback and people are interested yeah. and, and and it's good. I'm I'm learning and I appreciate that, and I appreciate everybody that writes in. Thank you for all that feedback, folks. Yeah. However, sometimes what I don't appreciate. Got rid of that one. Got rid of that one. I got two left.
5: Uh, this one's no. awesome. Psych. No intro. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy there, Chris and Frank. Or should I say, backstabbers? what? Yeah. yeah, you heard me. You guys are some conniving bastards pulling all those dirty tricks on me like that. What the fuck is he talking about? No idea. Well, allow me to explain. First, you lull me until a false sense of security last episode with the birthday song. And then you talk about my birthday on the
3: show, too. Alrighty then. Yeah, so happy birthday to Scott. Happy birthday, Scott, the semi-official third member of the group
7: here, I guess. <laughs> semi-official? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see, I didn't put anything on his Facebook wall or anything like that, so I thought I would save it for the beginning. That was nice. nice.
5: Yeah. I agree. It was nice. But then, you sons of bitches go on the news and talk about politics and me as well.
3: Really, I'm not paying attention to presidential politics until twenty sixteen.
5: <laughs> Laugh it up, because you know that's not true, Frank. That's a lie. You were on the news, and you were talking shit about me. First, that I would be a bad president. Oh,
7: holy shit, he would be the one of the worst presidents I've ever seen. Oh, yeah.
3: Got you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would have rather had Dan Quayle. I would have want guy. to be president of the PTA. Oh.
5: No, that's. You know, he's an idiot. And as if that weren't enough, you had to start in with the sexual allegations no.
7: what, what he did was um, shoved his hand up a woman's dress, going for her junk yeah. And uh, tried to push her head into his lap Yeah.
5: Come on, guys, you really think any women I've made sexual advances on are still alive? All I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I'm not the only one that makes mistakes, you know? For instance, neither one of you know that certain items just aren't supposed to be given to family members as gifts.
7: It's it's a big,
3: thick, like, hard dildo. It's <laughs> huge. Yeah, I've seen that. Where have I seen that dildo? I think. <laughs> I don't know. I have it in a box. You know yeah, what? Right I think... There. Julie got that for Olivia for Christmas hmm.
5: even worse you guys seem to always be bragging in the store about all the inappropriate gifts you bought your family I don't know why you think other families would actually want to hear about that
7: because I want all the other parents in the store to turn to me and think you fucking asshole
5: <laughs> besides it's the free <laughs> gifts that are the best things you can give that don't cost a dime but they give you the most pleasure yep, it's all about putting cream on your face putting the cream on the face it's good for the skin. I I guess my point is nobody's perfect, and I think it's in poor taste to lie about me on the news. The proper answer to who is Reverend Scott is not, Fox News contributor and famed prostitute toe sucker, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not the famed whore hound, at least not like Chris, he's the one bragging about his quote unquote prostitute procedures.
3: How'd that feel? They didn't, I don't think they did it right. <laughs> well, they're the professionals. So they yeah. I
7: don't know. The um, the supports around my balls, I think, are too tight and uh, they're too close together and too high up, so it wasn't actually grabbing the base of my cock. Weird. I don't know. Uh, when I'm on the pills, yeah. I just lay there and it stretches me out a little bit.
0: That's
3: <laughs> So,
7: that's fine. Of course, you feel like shit after, so.
3: Yeah.
5: So on that note, I bid you adieu. I hope you keep on the straight and narrow from now on. Peace and love, guys. Oh, fuck.
7: This is inevitably a penis added (laughs) in
3: the end there. A penis in the end. (laughs) Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Penis. 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 (laughs) I gotta tell you, I mean, just the... The quality with which and the skill with which yeah. he manages to piece, like, <laughs> sentences together, it's better and better and better every week. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I did notice there at
7: the end, I was laughing exactly how I was laughing oh, on the recording God, that he took, so I had, awesome. to, I had to stop. That was kind of creepy. Very funny. <sighs> uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the end of the show, after the music, I have a little thing with um, Bill Maher and... Eliz- Is it Elizabeth Hasselbeck? Is that her name? Some dummy on The View. Um, she has a personal axe to grind with Bill Maher, and she decided to do it on the show. Oh,
3: my God. Why doesn't she just give him cash? I mean, really. It's just like, you have a problem with me, and you want to come on my show? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have fun with this.
7: No, she, she was it was it was embarrassing for her really oh i would oh, think yeah. so plus oh, yeah. i'm
3: sure he ripped her to shreds no
7: he was incredibly polite really yeah he really was i was i was very surprised hmm. so it's like nine minutes long so we're gonna end the show now so we don't all have right. an epic oh wait we already do like the show all right so uh we'll be back and next week is the special surprise
3: yeah it's gonna be funny so Um, No, no,
7: no feedback next week. We're going to, we're going to just going to do that. And that'll be that. And uh, it's a Thanksgiving present for everybody. Yeah.
3: Everybody gets Scott. You get a week off. (laughs) Part of your contract. Uh, Are you serious podcast at gmail.com and two zero six three three eight three zero nine four. Yep. Um, find get, us on Facebook friend us there we're on Stitcher yeah uh, yeah. find us on Stitcher listen to us on Stitcher too yep. download us through iTunes um, you find us all over the place yeah um, yeah I, I really like getting a lot of f- um, feedback through Facebook I think that's quick and easy for folks to yeah. share articles and stuff like yeah, that yeah and it's so definitely good because then I can find all yeah and it's all the links in one, one spot place. so yeah so however you want to do it find us on Facebook email um, I don't know Skywriter yeah. whatever
7: yeah, I don't think either of us really go on Twitter too much, but I do no, get. I still have a weird relationship with yeah. Twitter. I get notifications if you at me on Twitter. Yeah, so. but
3: I don't. I don't even remember my password. It's Ugh. like in my phone, but I try to get it on the <laughs> iPad. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to log in anymore.
7: Uh, I always end up resetting my passwords. Yeah, or I keep them all the same. I'm not sure. All right, so that's it. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll do feedback in uh, two weeks. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.
2: that he didn't have something to say about so he's here to give his view on all the hot topics making headlines please help me welcome the author of the new new rules bill maher
4: What a great day for me to be here when Isn't a Republican it? makes a fool of himself like <laughs> no, that. I really just for you. It
1: but,
4: happens every day, though. Well,
1: let's start with uh, somebody who's neither a Republican. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right Listen, you can apologize in a
0: couple
2: minutes. Oh, we'll uh, get yeah. there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, when is neither Republican nor Democrat, he's just right. a pervert. So what do you say about that?
4: Well, you know, I, uh, you'd like this because I said on my show Friday night that any institution where there's no women around, right. like the church, mm-hmm. like football, like the Middle East, like fraternities. It just goes to hell. You do need, well, you do need women as a moderating influence. I mean, when men are just among men, they just do stupid things. That's really true.
1: Can I bring something up? Because I hear, I see, I hear different things come out of you sometimes because that sounded very supportive of women and I just want to go back to a time that actually bothered me just for, not my own personal reasons, but just <laughs> for women, already. <laughs> yeah. um, so forgive, <laughs> forgive this idiotic Republican for bringing this to your brilliant mind, but um, in February of last year, uh, Laura Logan, as you recall, was in Egypt and she was brutally attacked by a mob there. She came back and said, their hands raping me over and over again, tearing my body in every direction, trying to tear off chunks of my skull. I was in no doubt in the process of dying. Now, prior to her coming back, Bill, you on your show said, now that Mubarak has released Laura Logan, he must put her intrepid hotness on a plane immediately. In exchange, we will send Elizabeth Hasselbeck. (laughs) Now, that's fine if you want to laugh, but I make it my job and profession. I sit with incredible comedians and the best in the business in terms of broadcasting. You can't sit here right now and tell me I'm wrong for saying, well, that wasn't that funny.
4: Well, you know, we do a comedy show uh, for an audience that's perhaps, diff- thank you very much, <laughs> but perhaps different than your audience. Sure. And, you know, I mean, you are a public figure. It, it was not aimed at you personally, but when you are a public figure, um, you're out there and you're fodder for comedians to make comments on. You, you, do you draw
1: the line ever? I mean, there's, so there's nothing in you that's I do draw like the, that was a little... That was I do little draw off.
4: the line, but I also live on the line. You know, I do a different kind of show. I'm on HBO. Mm-hmm. That's my stock and but trade. July you do something also different. Said
1: as a comedian, that mm. we we yeah. well,
2: we walk the ledge. You know, it's not easy. Right. It's like you make a joke. Some and you're not sometimes right.
1: people's feelings get hurt, and right. then they tack us back, and we it have, have to get. Would you, I mean, you say that again, knowing it. what you know?
4: What you what you have to what you have to know is that somebody has to be out on the edge to know where the edge is. Oh, thanks I'm, for being I'm, the
1: hero. I guess, I'm, but I'm just saying. Would you say you can answer the question? Would you say that again? Would you know what same? Thank mm-hmm. you trade of women, say. If you're so if supportive of women... If
4: I and knew I was coming here and had to, like, se- spend my whole segment talking about it, no, so I wouldn't. It really, really wouldn't be worth it. Listen, but, I went through but, years but, you, of, you know, worse things have happened of, to people. I
1: went through years of bah, 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 bah. I survived. <laughs> and, right. but, my know. feelings weren't hurt. I'm speaking okay. on behalf of women. We don't trade well, women in this country. It shouldn't be a global issue. And, quite frankly, uh, I know it's uh, funny. I, I work with funnies. That wasn't funny. We've done it. Now can we move on? Absolutely. It was
4: so great to be here. It was so great to be here on the view and him. to talk with all of you or one of you and
1: uh... well you can talk about me or you can talk to me I, I think accountability is sometimes important in life that's what i teach my kids we can go on now what else do you feel about the world <laughs> okay Hello,
0: welcome to very Review. Well. I think I'm being okay, very well listen, behaved listen, today.
1: Okay, let's, let's go. When she was hurt, we love her, and she I said her chance to. hurt me. I said that okay.
4: before. I have a question?
1: Oh, oh. you got a question? No, oh, well, I just thought. Like uh, no, I I'm just, not, Billy. Just <laughs> give him a topic. Uh, yeah, okay, to him and Kane. You saw him, you saw him this morning. You see the political candidates. Give me your overall view of him in particular and in general. Whoa. Who's the candidate?
4: Uh, first of all, I think it's great that the scandal on Herman Cain has moved away from sex to the fact that he's an idiot right. where it belongs. I, I misjudged the Republicans. They will vote for a black man if he's a complete imbecile. I didn't realize that. Um, and, How many and,
1: people have we just offended? Okay, go ahead. He doesn't care. I don't, I don't, this is funny because really, you, you, you don't, don't,
4: I, I don't. I don't care, I, but don't, it's true. I mean, you, you saw that tape.
1: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, I mean, it's only a few days removed from the Rick Perry Yeah, that's true. Where he was the idiot of the week. I mean, you have to you have have to realize that the Republican Party doesn't care about knowledge or knowing things.
1: That sounds true. Well. Well, it's so, somehow, you know, because you're so brilliant. Wow. I actually feel smarter sitting next to you. A second. Um, really?
4: I feel like I'm in high school sitting next to you. Wow. Uh,
1: How long ago was that? Come on, guys, right let's right move way. on. Okay. What's your thoughts on
4: the but, protests going on in the just, country? Wait wait, wait. I just wanted to finish say, with
6: hey,
2: the politics, just, can, just, can oh, we? sorry. Yeah, you can just, do whatever just, you want. I'm just trying to do something because I'm
0: feeling
1: hot over here. But that's why it's called abuse sometimes. Can I just ask, is there any candidate you do like? oh who would you like to say and then we'll move well, on?
4: I mean, watching these Republican debates has made me an ever more enthusiastic supporter of the president. Right. I mean, when I you when that. you see these people, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're asking me who <clears throat> on the Republican side, it would be Mitt Romney, because at least he eats with a knife and fork. What about Huntsman? Uh, Huntsman?
1: What about Huntsman? What do you think of him? Well, I mean, he's I, not qualified or that he's an idiot. Certainly no, Obama he, put him in a great position. So explain that one.
4: Uh, yeah, he did. He ambassador to China. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you imagine Herman Cain is ambassador to China? We're not oh talking
1: God. about Herman Cain right now, we're talking about Huntsman. <laughs> What's your I, jump in. I, I do want to ask about the book, because <laughs> you came on here to
0: talk about the book, which is, if I can see the book, it's, it's the book is called, A Funny Look at How Everybody yeah. But Me Has Their Head Up There. Bleep. And this is, it's the new, new rules, and this is the second book about uh, rules, and you do this each week on your show, uh, it's the segment each week about, you, you You just make up rules for whatever is going on in the world, and you talk about everything, as we just heard, is there anything, Bill, that is just off-limits? Or will you say, no, Herman Cain.
4: I would never make a joke about Herman Cain or the Republican field, because they're sacred. No. Uh, No, there isn't. That's the whole point, is that there's nothing Uh off-limits.
2: So... How you doing, Bill? Uh, you know
1: what? Uh-huh. I just
2: this one right
4: here.
1: Read one of your rules. Right you <laughs> right. gotta get we'll asked. Go
0: ahead.
4: ahead. <laughs> and to read the rules because they're fun. New rule: We don't need a Broadway musical about Spider-Man. <laughs> he lives with his aunt, wears a body stocking, and leads a secret double life. He's gay enough already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, uh, he'll uh, be in trouble. no, what would be asked.
2: Question for that. Um. Have you, what do you think about? Really? Yeah. What do you think about the protests downtown? You know, they they cleared out the folks from the
4: park this morning uh, about one o'clock. Oh, think, they did. Yeah, they yeah, cleared. Oh, they know. went in and cleaned this them right the day out. I was going to go.
1: <laughs> really? You know, I've been
4: to the one in, in Washington, right. the one in L.A. What were you and, going
1: to protest?
4: Well, I was just going to lend my support, I
1: bring see.
4: them socks. Uh-huh. They need socks.
1: One of the women today was totally nude, you could have brought her a smock or a bathrobe or something. I don't know what but she was protesting. Kind
2: of, that picture could have been taken anywhere at any time. I mean, I, I think the idea well, that people are finally sort of getting up, whether we like well, what I they're think. protesting or not, well, do I you mean, think it's a good shed sign? shed light
4: on an important issue, income inequality. You know, I mean, I, I laugh when the Tea Party says, you know, these, these protesters are not like us. Exactly, they're not like you. They're about something real. Huh. The Tea Party was about nonsense like his birth certificate and you know he's a socialist and death panels and stuff that didn't mean anything. These people are about income inequality okay. and uh, you know. That
0: will benefit
2: the Tea Party if they get their point across. By the way, what they're supporting? Down at Zuccotti Park. But
1: yeah. Both undoubtedly had the right to protest peaceful, peacefully Absolutely. in this country. No, so no, one, know, is, it, no yeah. one is
4: saying different.
1: Yeah, we but, have to go. We always love when yeah, you're you here. Know, there it's there always. Well, <laughs> <some of laughs> <you do>. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go. You got to. Come back. I'm yeah. glad we got to talk. I like a face-to-face rather than a, you know. Think we really plan. a roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> and with that,
0: we want to thank Bill Maher and the audience for taking us on this.
4: Oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder.